here, it's here. Come on, come on, just open it already. Yes! Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Boys With Their Toys, episode number 10. We're finally in double digits, and I am Spartacus. Not really, I'm Nate, and to my right is... Chubbs. And to his right is... Mike. And a challenger approaches, everyone. We have a special guest this week. His name is... Chris. Hi, Hi. And, uh, yeah, we have a new guest this week because it is episode 10, and we realized we are 10 in, and we have run out of ideas, so we need to bring in another member. How do you guys feel doing this for 10 weeks already? Feels like 11, because we had an episode we didn't release. <laughs> you know, that can honestly be our lost episode, because when I wiped the computer clean, I lost that episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gone forever. There's a literal lost episode somewhere <laughs> floating around. Feels cool now. 10, 10 years old. When I was 10 years old, I got a bike, so who's going to buy me a bike? I got in my first fight when I was 10. Really? I slapped a motherfucker. Smacked <laughs> 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 the shit out of him. Anyway, so yeah, we have a special guest this week. His name is Chris. We brought him on because he likes to talk a lot, and this is a podcast where we talk a lot. So, yeah, Chris, you want to, you know, tell us about yourself? I mean, um, about me? Uh, I got uh, a big dick. Do you want to see it? <laughs> some, some problems that I, I don't have in life, and that's one of them. Anyway, um... Yeah, I just I'm a I'm a guy that has kind of known these guys for a couple couple hundred years, and I don't I don't really know what to say about myself other than the fact that they say don't meet your idols. I'm here now. I'm a big fan of the show. I'm just really disappointed with you guys in person. You're all terrible. It's basically yeah, he's a big fan and he likes nerd stuff, and so that's pretty much all it takes to get on our podcast. Be a nerd and you like nerd stuff and like us and have a big dick. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's Chris for you, and uh, he's, he's, he's gone now. Bye, Chris. Okay, bye. It's been great. <laughs> it's been great. It's been great. Please leave. <laughs> <Please leave. laughs> All right, that concludes episode 10, everyone. That's it. Okay, so let's just get into everyone's weeks. Let's have Chris start off because he's the guest. So, Chris, how was your week? Um, It's been pretty good so far, actually. Um, I'm thinking of what happened. Is it for this week or last week? Or this, this week. week? This week. Uh, For me, Overwatch came out. I've been waiting forever for that thing. Uh, so I'm super excited. I've been on that nonstop past two days. So that's me. Very right, cool. You gonna pass it? You gonna pass it? Uh, I'm gonna pass it to Mike. Alrighty. Um, I actually didn't do much this week. Uh, my highlight of this week was probably seeing the nice guy with you guys because we're all a bunch of nice guys, and that movie was a lot funnier than what I expected it to be. It was probably my favorite movie movie other than Disney, Marvel, DC. Other than that, I think that was one of the best movies that came out so far. Um, but that's pretty much what I did this weekend. Uh, I'll pass it off to Chubbs. I have some bullshit to talk about. Alright, so we all watch Ink Master as a group every, <laughs> every Wednesday. And we all pick like our own dude. That like, oh, this is my dude. He's going to win this season. I and, think he will this season, so. Yeah. So my dude lost off of some bullshit. And Mike's dude won. So. Yes! Yeah, congratulations, Mike. Fuck you. Well, Shout out to him, though. He's from Tucson. So, uh, low-key, I think I might drive out to Tucson and go get like a little tattoo. Like, you can't afford it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not now. <laughs> if it's this big, maybe. He's big time now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I also I rented a movie. I saw the intern. I know Nate, you were you guys were talking about it the other yeah the other day. You bitch! <laughs> I wanted to watch it that. It was a super feel good movie with Robert with Robert De Niro, and he was like a super nice guy. And I also rented Dirty Grandpa to watch right after it. Oh wow! <laughs> to contrast it, <laughs> it's just it's such a complete, just complete different opposites. Yeah, exactly. And Dirty Grandpa is not good at all. Don't watch that. But the intern's <laughs> pretty good. So yeah, that's it. I'll pass it to Nate. Cool. Uh, my week uh, with Chris, he brought Overwatch, so I played it with him while he was playing it. Still fun. Uh, also, been playing through Uncharted. I beat the first one finally, and I'm halfway through the second one. I probably would have beat the second one. I just haven't been home in a while, but I was just fucking blown through that like one night, and I just 
got really far on it, and it's super good, and it just looks really good, surprisingly, for being like a PS2 game, and PS3 game brought on a PS4. The remastered version is really cool. So hopefully I'll be getting that beat along with 3, so I can get on to 4 and talk about 4 in the coming weeks. Also, uh, did some shooting with my brand, my clothing brand, me and my friends have, and it's, you know, it's been kind of in limbo, but we kind of we came back to it, so... Uh, at Hero Bandit on Instagram. Go give us a follow. Go look at us. It's a clothing brand based all around like superheroes and nerd stuff too. So that's pretty cool. So pretty much, I went out and did some shooting of people this time and not just toys. So that felt kind of cool to get back out there doing that. <laughs> felt did it feel weird? Like, yeah, because they're moving I, around. I, I can't pose. You can't pose. <laughs> they sell. <laughs> God damn it. So yeah. So if you want to see some of those shots, uh, at Hero Bandit on Instagram. If you want to see my personal favorite shots from that shoot, I'm at Nate the Human on Instagram. Also, I spent fucking like five hours trying to get us. Because we are officially now watching a watch go off. Mike, why is your watch in this room? <laughs> it's always, it goes off midnight every night. Oh my god. Every t- it's you with the beeping. It's always your stuff. Well, I mean, we usually do this I after the beeping, it. so... It's still beeping. Why? I don't worry. It's going <laughs> to stop it? in a sec. Anyways, keep going. Jesus. I'm not going to stop until... The- okay. oh, there you okay. go. Alright, yeah. Uh, so, like I said, I did that shooting people. Uh, what else did I do? What was I saying? Your fucking watch pissed me off. Just threw me off completely. Oh, yeah. I spent five hours trying to get us because we are officially now on iTunes. So if you're listening to us on iTunes, hello. And if you're on SoundCloud still, hello again. Oh, so, yeah. I spent, like, all night trying to get us on there. It took a lot of work, but it was worth it because now we're on there and hopefully we can expand and grow and everyone leaves us reviews and stuff. That'd be kind of cool. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I did this week. So let's get into our next segment, The Good Toy Hunting. Okay, so good toy hunting. Let's start it off with uh, Chris again because, you know, he's here and he's the guest and he's special. So go ahead, Chris. Did you do any toy hunting at all? Accidentally. Um, so I was at work. I work at this uh, retail place that I'm not going to name because I don't want anyone getting sued. Uh, no sponsorships. It rhymes with uh, Schmeishmop. It rhymes with Schmeishmop. And uh, I, I noticed that we had a lot of, uh, a lot of different uh, pops coming in. Uh, the Overwatch ones were getting ready to get dropped, and then they're doing ones for like Battleborn. Um, there's a Nathan Drake pop coming out, I guess. There's Ooh. one with him having the uh, AK-47 kind of to the side with the rope. Oh, good. Yeah, and then there's a, another one that they were talking about doing where it's kind of just him, and he's like bummy and gross, and he's dirty. And I was like, oh, that's neat. Does he have stubble on him? Yes, actually. Cool. That's a nice little touch. Yeah. So um, I guess that you know, it was, it was, I happened to see a poster for it, and I was like, that looks really neat. And that's about it. So. Um, Mike? Um, I didn't really do too much hunting this week. Uh, I was super busy with work. Um, but, you know, week 10, still looking for that Ivan Ooze. I think... You know what, honestly, I'm, I'm really hoping that I find it at Comic-Con. If I don't find it at Comic-Con, Most I'm going to order it. Most likely it'll be there. I'm going to order it online. break at that point? If I don't find it at Comic-Con? Yeah, like, if you get to Comic-Con, they're like, yeah, I just, I just sold it, and, like, oh, yeah, Justin then, has it or something. Then I'm just going to buy it online, and I'm just going to do it. They're going to mark it up at Comic-Con, though, if you see it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm already, I'm prepared, I'm ready. My <laughs> anus is ready. So, my, yeah, so, other than that, I, I, like I said, I was super busy, so I did very light hunting this week, so I'm going to go ahead and just pass it to Chubbs. All right, so me and Nathaniel went on the hunt of our lives. Hunt of all hunts. It was the ultimate hunt that I've ever done. I don't know about you. That's the most, yes. <laughs> we hit up, I guess we hit up, like, two Zia Records. We went to uh, Toys R Us, I think. I think, yeah. Yeah, we went before we went to go see the nice guys. Oh, yeah, damn. And where else did we go? We went to, to like, the comic shop. Three of them. 
three comic shops, and then we went to Did FYE. Yep. And then... So, did you go to the geez. toy collector? Oh, toy, we went to the collector's marketplace, too. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was a hunt of a lifetime. We went to, like, eight spots. <laughs> All of this when I was at work for four hours. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> Honestly, that's amazing. You guys had It was even better time. that you weren't there. Yeah, we covered a lot of ground, and it was nice not having you there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, me and Nate, uh, we went to Critical Threat Comics, and... Um, there I picked up the Arkham 5-pack. This has a Batman from every single Arkham game, including the Bruce Wayne in the suit that you see in Arkham City. And it was for real retails for like 85 bucks, pretty much everywhere you look for it, sometimes 100 And I was looking at it, and then the girl comes out to be like, uh, do you want that? I'm like, well, yeah, but I only want the middle figure. I don't want all five. And she's like, I could maybe give you a discount of 50%. She's like, so she offers me for 40 bucks. And I'm, oh, yeah. That's more than 50% if that's, yeah, that feels 100 yeah. bucks. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, but I just want the one figure. So me and Nate leave, and I'm driving. I'm telling Nate, like, yeah, she gave me like 45 bucks off the figure. And then Nate's like, oh, you're, you should have got that. I'm I would have like, got that for you. I dri- I'm driving. Swerve! I turn around. <laughs> we go back, and I, yeah, I picked them all up. And it was um, pretty nice because I ended up customizing two of them. I don't know if you um, you guys saw them, the Flashpoint yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah, I saw the picture. I really that's, like that one. It's my favorite one I've done to date. I wasn't expecting much out of it. As I was doing it, I'm like, oh, hey, this is really coming together. It looks pretty good. Was, oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, oh, no, look, I was say, is this the one where you're telling me that Nate got you the discount with the girl or something like that? Because I remember you guys... No, Nate didn't give me the discount. Nate thinks that he's <laughs> so good looking that the girl gave me a discount. I did. No. <laughs> but um, I also I did some battle damage. I'm just really trying to keep practicing on different kinds of figures. I mean, getting better with it because I eventually want to start like doing customs, like eventually try to sell them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be dope. And then just one more thing I picked up at Zio Records. Um, Nate found this for me. He spotted it. So I always find everything that he finds, but no. he doesn't want to admit it. I'm giving you love right now, but he wants to be salty about. It. Damn. What I do? I uh, uh, he found the. Um, Arkham Origins Bane and this oh, one's yeah. like nine inches tall like it's not that, the actual cool one that's before he's roided yeah exactly oh, nice. and that's the that's the one Bane that I wanted and I don't have a Bane figure at all so that's definitely one to have um, so yeah that's all I did I'll pass it to Nate okay yeah you pretty much went over what we did we hunted a lot because I finally had a Saturday off and I hardly ever get those off so I was like you know what Justin uh, let's take advantage of this let's go hunt uh, well mine's at work because you know it's like you know when you have kids and you leave them at the house and you go out and have a good time for once? That's kind of like what it was, not having Mike along with us. Bitch. And Mike is dressed like a five-year-old right now. <laughs> he's wearing an Olaf shirt and he's wearing Despicable Me pajama bottoms. And boys with their toys, I'm in, the, I'm in character. Meanwhile, we're all With dressed- a fucking full-ass beard? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. You know what, though? I was the only third grader with the mustache. It was really weird. <laughs> now, I'm older than Mike, and he had, a, like, facial hair before me. It was really discouraging. <laughs> Disgusting. Really like, oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, but that's my hunting. What do you want, Mike? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, remember the, uh, we did see the Black Panther. We finally found one. Well, yeah, thanks for taking my shine, <laughs> motherfucker. Damn. You still were just I was edit. literally just about to go and you say I did that, edit. but also what we did before we went to the movies, when, when Mike was there, he was like, let's go have some places because you guys hunted without me. I want to join. So we took the little kid along with us, and we went to a, another comic shop, and we're looking, and they had some pretty cool figures, whatever. And then we see a Black Panther Marvel Legends figure behind the desk, and we see it, and Mike's like, "Ooh, I want that!" And he asked the guy, "Hey, how much is that?" The guy goes, "Oh, seventy-five." Arm and a leg. Arm and a leg, seventy-five for a Black Panther from Civil War Marvel Legends that retails at twenty dollars. He's selling for seventy-five dollars. That's ridiculous. And actually, I was looking online, and uh, 
Shout out to Metallics XD. We featured him before, but he posted a meme. It's like my face when like I see the prices for this Black Panther thing. And it's just like someone's face, like you tripping. It was our face when we saw yeah. it. <laughs> so I guess pretty much everyone is asking an arm and a leg for this Black Panther figure, which is ridiculous. I don't get it. it like it hasn't hit shelves yet. <laughs> yeah, it's still like in the works. I've not seen it in the wild yet, but like that's just ridiculous. Oh, that it was a crusty. It was the fucking <laughs> Mr. Crabs one with the zoomed in face. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was pretty much it. We saw that figure, that $75, super overpriced. No one's going to buy that shit. Wait till it starts hitting shelves and it's like 20 bucks, and your shit goes down because you didn't want to sell it for a reasonable price. $75, my ass. Yeah, I love the sell pitch, though. It was like, oh, but it's $100 online. Yeah. I was like, what the I'll no, cut you a deal. I'm giving you 25%. <laughs> I mean, come on. There, right? There's going to be someone that they catch with that, though, because there's people who are just impatient. They're like, oh, I want the figure now. I want to be able to get it because I saw the movie and I'm hype off of that. So they might be able to catch a deal yeah. like that. But that, that's stupid. I'd be willing to pay that price if it was like like a year down the line from now, and I still like I, I missed the mark and I couldn't find it in retail. Yeah, but the fact that it hasn't even hit most stores that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it's way too much. But I, yeah, I've been seeing people posting about like finding everything else from that wave, like in Walmart and stuff. Just not the Black Panther one, which is crazy. But yeah, that's still too much. And that was all the hunting that I did this week, and that was all the hunting that you guys did this week. So let's get into the toys, news, news, toys, new toys. We're never going to get an intro, I've decided. So, you know, whatever. All right. So let's talk about <laughs> some toy news. Some pops that are coming in July. Uh, Rick and Morty, Zoom, and some more new uh, Aero Pops. No one cares about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, did you guys see these, the new uh, Rick and Morty ones? They're pretty funny. Yeah, I think doesn't um, he have the stuff coming out of his mouth, like the throw-up stuff? No, oh no, yeah, Rick does, and then Morty has like his little like little W face that he always makes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. But yeah, and they have their bodies too. Like we were talking about last week, how it's cool how Funko's finally making figures that aren't like fat, bulky. They're like kind of skinny and like they kind of pose a little bit. Mm. So yeah, that was really cool because I'm really into Rick and Morty, and I know Mike really likes Rick and Morty, so it's pretty dope. Justin likes Rick because he goes in on Morty <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Zoom. So Zoom from Flash. Yep. And he's going to be pretty popular right now because the season finale just happened. And I saw some screenshots and it looked pretty hype, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it was hype. You know what you got there. Anyway, and then, yeah, new Arrow pops. So, Mike, you watch Arrows. I do. <laughs> I guess you're real hype about yeah, that. Yeah, actually, I just watched the season finale today. And, um, you bitch. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I know my mom's actually going to be looking for the pops because she's trying to collect that whole line. So, that's probably going to be doing more hunting for her. If she wants Speedy, it has Speedy with a sword, I think, and Speedy with an arrow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's two different ones. A variant of it? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Alright, well, that's it for the pops. Those pop, are, pop! Yeah, whatever. And let's talk about uh, San Diego Comic-Con 16. They're re- starting to release some exclusives finally, and they're releasing... Uh, we got our first look at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles based on the 1990s arcade game with uh, Foot Soldiers 2. And this is the... Was this the NECA one? Yep, exactly. NECA. Yeah, so favorite. Yeah, so it's a NECA 4-pack, and it's the... It's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they look like straight from the video game. They look super skinny. Yeah. Like, especially compared to the g- giant-ass monsters we're getting now. Like, they're hella skinny. <laughs> and I, I'll buy anything NECA, even though I don't collect Ninja Turtles. If it's NECA, I'll consider buying it, actually. Yeah, especially because, like, like, it's really hard to find good toy TMNT figures. I did find that that one we were talking about last week. Oh, yeah. The donut one with uh, Mikey, the one that's exclusive to Walmart. Saw it, it was a lot bigger than I thought it was at he first. He didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> I didn't get the It's like, oh, these tits are too big. I don't <laughs> like them. <laughs> oh, this ass, I can't have sex with it. It's too big. But yeah, yeah. so that NECA 4-pack looks pretty great. And uh, yeah, so it's exclusive to San Diego? Yep. 
But you know, you probably find it online for reasonable reasonable prices from some people. Yeah, and I know a lot of the times the con exclusives do hit like Toys R Us and stuff. So yeah, exactly. If could just hit eventually like in markets. But yeah, it's really cool. It's a four pack. They look exactly like from the video game, and I think they have like hand swap outs too. What are you looking at? I don't. I don't have a picture of it on. Oh, uh, I can pull one up right now. Um, but yeah, they're pretty much like they're pretty skinny. And oh, there it is. So yeah, that's what it looks like for uh, you know. Or Chris, a special guest. Oh man. What do you think about it? Oh yeah, those look dope. I, I mean, I like it actually. It, I like how the uh, the actual the box folds out and looks like an old school cabinet. That's amazing. It's I, actually set up for the four player thing too. It's super cool. I love the swords that um, Leonardo has. Like they're not just like skinny swords. They're actually kind of fat. Yeah, I like. Yeah, Neko's packaging is always great. Like the what did we last show you the the night. I think it was. Yeah, it was about Friday the 13th, I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And it plays a song when you open the box. I barely oh, noticed that. Like, I've seen that figure so many times at Toys R Us. I just never opened it up and heard the music. So that amazed me. Yeah, it looks really cool. And the paint on too, you can tell like the pixels and everything. It looks pretty cool. What are you going to say, Chris? Um, is it, do you only have a picture of the um, of the turtles, or do you have one of the, the foot ninjas, too? Oh, I, I don't have the I have one of the foot ninjas. Here it is. I right really want to see that one. Oh, my God. They look so wonderful. I love them. Oh, so it's both the four packs then. So they're both four packs, and then yeah, the foot soldiers come with shredder too. I see. Yeah, it's the it. He looks like he looks like the video game one, of course, but he also kind of reminds me of the uh, the TV show one too. Yeah, I was thinking that, that really like gross faded pink gi, and I love it. It's I wonderful. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like the fact that they do the different colors for the for the ninjas too, because like yeah, I know like, yeah, well not only that, but like when you're fighting each ninja, depending on what color they are, it will show how difficult they are. Yeah. So I like that they uh, added that detail in there as well. Yeah, the eyes look really dope too. That's super sick. Okay, and then moving away from that, Netflix Daredevil is officially getting a hot toy. So the announcement's coming soon. There's no pictures of it yet. No, yeah, I just saw the announcement. Yeah, so just they're just announcing it. So hot toys, you know, the fucking amazing figures that they make, they're gonna make a Netflix one. So hopefully they get. Well, obviously Daredevil, but that'd be cool to see just like a, like a Kingpin or like a Punisher one. That would be cool. Because like, their figures look so great already just because they're so realistic. Yeah. But exactly. it'd be cool to see Charlie Cox like as a fucking, yeah. Do you think they'll do a, a Power Man or a Jessica Jones next? Eventually, probably. Um, maybe one more when Defenders starts coming out, they'll start doing that. Yeah, they get cool. like actual costumes maybe. That would be cool. Just because it's so hard to make one without having a, a costume. <laughs> Here's they a person a, in clothes. They yeah. have a two-pack of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage fucking fucking. They come with two extra beds. beds. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to break. You might break one bed, so you have another bed. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> That's all they did in that show, though. So I mean, it would be pretty. It'd be show accurate. Pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> all right, and this one's kind of gaming, but also kind of toy related. Uh, these have been popping up before the game came out. Obviously, the game came out this week, but Overwatch had giant uh, acting figure ads. Did you guys see these? Yeah. Oh, man, those were amazing. Did you see them? Just no, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so awesome. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, so pretty much just to build hype for the game, they had these figures, big-ass figures. They're, like, tall uh, as shit. They, I think the figure itself measured at about 8 feet 7 inches, and the box in total was about 15 feet. With uh, spacing and everything, jeez. Um, like they dropped uh, Genji, one of the characters. They dropped him in France. Um, they dropped uh, Tracer in Washington, I believe, and a few other characters around the world. Like in Tokyo too, I think. Yeah, and it, they didn't even announce it. They kind of just like a, a box showed up, and people were like blocked away from it, and then they revealed it, and they're like, "Here, buy Overwatch. Here's some giant toys." <laughs> Damn, Blizzard went all out for this game. Yeah, oh, for sure. So sick. So that's like that's the clown. What they look like. Ooh. So yeah, like looking at them, I'm like, damn, I really wish they like was to make toys of this because like it looks sick. Because like 
Uh, like Tracer has, it shows her figure standing there, and then like her two pistols behind her, like displayed, and then her bomb that she has, and then Genji like his sword with his shurikens, looks that really looks cool. I like the box art too. So like, I'm like, oh, oh come on, yeah, like a it, Blizzard, get but on it that. looks so official. Like it, yeah. even the page twelve on it, like it looks like such official packaging. Like if it comes out, I mean, I'm in. Yeah, yeah there's like a red dog. Seriously, Blizzard, if they made these fucking toys, I would buy them like no other because they look so dope. Going debt. <laughs> That's the nice part about Blizzard, though, is like they could do it because they have so much money to just kind of throw at stuff like that <laughs> for advertising. They made gigantic toys and just put them around the world. Like they can do that. So I I would love to see some toys out of them for that. So sick. Great. Yeah, it's just an amazing like idea just to advertise for the game. Like, oh, here's giant action figures, and everyone's like, what? What is this? What's Overwatch? It's not like the first time back when they did like World of Warcraft when that was huge oh, at one yeah. point in time. Um, they made a deal with uh, McFarlane Toys and had uh, like huge lines of toys that came out. They were like uh, 12 to 15 pieces for these small releases, but it, it was a lot to come out in a short amount of time. Um, so I'm thinking that they might do something like that again. However, not too sure yet. Just kind of hoping for the best. Yeah, that'd be super sick. But yeah, so Blizzard, if you make these uh, figures, that'd probably make a lot of people happy, especially because how huge Overwatch is now that it's out officially. But yeah, that was pretty cool to see that like toys and gaming coming together in pop culture and that was kind of a big week for like nerds really just because of this game and yeah so that's pretty much it for toy news so let's get into our next segment the featured photographer okay everyone let's get started yes beautiful feeling it let's get some smiles it's all in here that's it yes all right so featured photographer this week was brought to you by none other than just chubbs and so i'll let chubbs introduce him all right, so right, you uh, say, her, sorry. yes, actually, we have our first lady photographer. Okay. okay. So, actually, um, we mentioned this earlier, we kind of have a zero episode where we were kind of just practicing, and because everyone always releases their episodes like, oh, don't listen to episode one, we were horrible. Okay, so I, um, like, we had a zero-year episode, and this was our first feature photographer, um, but it never got released. So I want you guys to pull up Instagram and type in Jess Vero, that's um, at, on Instagram at J-E-S-S-V-E-R-O underscore underscore and the reason I pick her is just is because two underscores or is it one? It's two underscores. Oh, okay. Um, and the reason I pick her is just because of the cleanness of all of her pictures I just love all the simplicity of all of her shots like things with where she has just Stitch or Sackman like you can see like the saturation in all of her pictures it's like it just pops out and I just love all our stormtrooper stuff. I talked about this on one of my first, our first episodes, how the stormtrooper's writing in his diary in a little game room, and you have the posters in the background of Darth Vader, and it's just really dope. All our pictures are super clean, and they're super creative, and yeah, so what do you guys think? Well, like you said, we had already talked about her before, so yeah, just pretty much what I said in the first place was that it's really cool uh, what she does, like her little... Uh, dioramas that she has too that she has she utilizes those very well like with her stormtroopers and yeah like a lot of her figures are very diverse she has like so many like she has like a gone from hunter across hunter and then she has like an infinity figure like darth maul and she has like just a bunch of like random figures but she makes them all interact together like my favorite shot is still the one of the stormtrooper on a couch like with his feet up and he has like the posters in the background he's reading I think it was like oh god I was about to talk about that That's, I oh, mean it's so amazing right it's so amazing are you guys listening I literally just talked about that one. <laughs> oh well uh, no, I'm just saying that, that was my favorite one sorry I'm just really, wowed by it I'm sorry you didn't explain it very well you just said that there was pictures of the no, you went, no you went into detail <laughs> it's okay you guys, was, you guys were looking at her her amazing photography yeah, really you guys got it looking at her pictures but yeah that's yeah, that's what I like about her uh, Mike Chris what do you guys think 
Um, I honestly, I always appreciate when I see photographers mix and match their figures because then it shows their creativity and it shows like how just how skillful they are with not only their figures but with their angling, their lighting, their photography. My favorite one right here is where, um, where it's uh, uh fuck, what's her name? Phasma, and then Kylo Ren, and then what's his name? Uh, Ron Burgundy. Uh, I just think it's funny because then I thought it made me think of the uh, alley fight in Anchorman. Oh, yeah. So that's what I was looking at. This these guys were cracking up thing. while Nate was giving this thing. I, I was like, what are you guys laughing at? <laughs> I'm looking at these pictures, and they're amazing. Like some of them, um, they're so well put together. Like they, You really can look at them and see scenes from these movies and these shows um, portrayed very well uh, with the placement of the figures and her lighting. But, I mean, mixed in with that, you can tell that she really likes what she does, and she has no problem having fun with her work because, like, like that, like you have Ron Burgundy holding a lightsaber, yelling at Kylo Ren. <laughs> um, you have like Spidey taking a selfie uh, at a restaurant with Tony. Like that, like it, it's a nice mix between the two. Like it's cool to see someone who really likes what they do but isn't taking themselves too seriously too, like to let themselves enjoy it. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, I was gonna say another favorite photo of mine is where um, you see the two stormtroopers are looking around. You see that they're on watch, and then right behind them is a big ass xenomorph. Oh, getting yeah. ready to fuck him up and I'm just looking at it like this is this is really cool So, but like I said it brings back to my point that I made earlier where I just love seeing uh, photographers mix and match their their toys and coming up with different uh, styles and designs and different looks and it's just it's amazing um, sorry I had to cut you off so oh no you're good I was just saying that you know like more female photographers I want I wish they would get like more shine like do you guys know any other female photographers out there like do you guys see a lot of them uh, I don't know. Not really. I mean, even if they were, a lot of toy photographers like to keep their, like, identity kind of a secret. Yeah. So, like, it's kind of hard to tell if it's a girl or a guy, which I don't think it really matters. But it is cool to see, like, girls who are just like, yeah, I take pictures of toys, too. Like, it's not just guys who, like, fucking, like, play with their dolls. It's like, girls do it, too. We go out and we get them dirty down there. We're the ones shots. that had dolls when we were younger. Like, yeah. We originated. <laughs> we started this shit. You took that from us. <laughs> I'm taking it back. Yeah, so it's really cool. But yeah, so on Instagram, like we said before, uh, she's at Jess Vero, J-E-S-S-V-E-R-O, underscore, underscore. And she only has about, like, 2,000 followers, so she's not too big yet, so you can jump on her train before she gets really big. But yeah, she definitely deserves a lot more followers than she has, but that's not saying much because it doesn't matter how many followers you have. The fact is, she takes amazing shots, so you should go check her out and see her amazing shots. And like always, you know, just follow her, like her pictures, let us know who sent you, that we, we the boys set you to her page to let her know that we appreciate what she does and you know like we said this is just a community that really needs to stick together and it's always cool to see what content everyone can create and there's just so much content to be created with just you know simple action figures and it's really cool to see people pushing the boundaries guys and girls alike so yeah that's that and i feel like i really nailed that one that was a cool one. that was good it, it, felt, it felt good, it felt good. <laughs> I, got chills. I, got chills. I feel like i should mess it up now <laughs> uh, well, you do it by being here justin thank Don't you did it all right anyway let's move into our next segment the trailer park. Yeah, I got a couple of trailers. I can show them to you now, but it's gonna cost you one blowjob. Coming right back at your face with some trailers. Okay, so let's talk about the first one, uh, The Beauty and the Beast, which is probably the biggest trailer that dropped this week. And I wouldn't really call it a trailer trailer. It's kind of a teaser trailer. But yeah, so Beauty and the Beast, it was only about a minute and 40 seconds, and we saw... Not quite too much, but it was, we saw enough to, to get, our, get everyone's appetite moistened and wet. Uh, what did y'all think? What did you think, Chris? We'll start with you. Um, I, I've um, talked a little bit with this uh, about 
I talked a little bit about this with Justin G's, um, how there's also another version of it where it's a side-by-side comparison with the original Beauty and the Beast movie, and I think they've done a fantastic job recreating the uh, the original uh, scenery and um, like setting. I'm trying to think. Of almost shot for shot. It, yeah, it's almost shot for shot for the most part. Or if you haven't seen that one and you've seen the cartoon, it actually holds up really well to the cartoon as well. Yeah, like I when I first saw it, like I saw okay, yeah, whatever. But then I saw the side by side, and it, seeing the side by side comparison really makes you appreciate it that much more because you can tell that they're taking like notice to the source material and they're trying to follow it as closely as they possibly can. So that uh, that actually made me like it a lot more when I saw that. Mm-hmm. Mike, did we get your seal of approval? I liked it. There it is. Yes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but watching this trailer, um, it had a very, very grim like setting and feeling when I was watching it, and which I really, really like because that's the kind of style that I like. So watching it and seeing that style was amazing. And then uh, I didn't know that there was a side by side comparison. So after hearing you guys saying that um, that it was almost shot for shot, which which uh, I'll appreciate it even more. Because, like I said before in a previous podcast, always respect the origin, and it looks like that they're very much respecting it. And I'm just excited to see more. Like Nate said, it was more of a teaser trailer, not really an official trailer. But um, I'm really excited to see where they're going to go with this. Uh, I, I know I'm going to be there to watch it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, this is Disney's like new thing is that they're just recreating their movies and making them live action. What do you guys think? This is a good move for them. Do you think it's I, cool? Definitely, yeah. Did you watch Cinderella at all? No, I, know. I heard it was good. Really? I, I know Maleficent's like the biggest one that they've made so far. Like, Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent. Maleficent. <laughs> I know, scared a little But yeah, I think it's cool that they're doing this. But uh, yeah, do you guys think this is going to surpass those movies, or do you, what do you think? Absolutely, yeah. Unless Beast looks like shit. Which yeah, is that's gonna be the. But I don't think that'll be the make or break for me. But everything in Jungle Book looked amazing from what I saw in the trailers. So I feel like they have they have the money to put behind it to make this top notch quality. So I'm never, not really worried about that. Mm-hmm. Especially Emma Watson too. Everyone's of course just super excited for uh, that. So yeah. No, I know. Like, um, this is definitely gonna a good direction that they're going to. I'm excited that they're, that they're going to continue to keep, uh, keep making these kind of movies. Um, and, uh, I just think that they're only going to get better from here, and I just want to see how like how much more they're going to progress. Because, like I said, I like these kind of movies. I did not see Cinderella, but I do want to watch it. And then I also want to see what was the other one, The Huntsman. I don't think The Huntsman was Disney though. I, I still so no. watch it. You, you should watch it anyway. It's, yeah. it's okay, but you know. Yeah. What do you think will be the next property that they'll do? They'll remake. Uh, I say Pinocchio. I want the that would be cool. Mulan. Hold on. Oh, oh, that's even better. Wait, I like Nature. Well, we could do Aladdin. <laughs> Cool we too. could see Aladdin and see some nice fireworks on I, I feel like that'd be a really showy one. I just want Mulan because Mulan's always been my, one of my favorites. Actually, with your guys' t- too, I feel like there's going to be the whole whitewashing thing and people are going to bitch about that. That could like, happen. Yeah, so. Yeah. So I found out something about that. Uh, a big reason why uh, they've been casting a lot of like white actors to do Asian roles is because for whatever reason, uh, China will censor the movie or just not show it entirely if you have Asian actors portraying Asian roles because... To them, it's racially inappropriate. <laughs> that makes no sense. It makes what no the sense. Hell? Awesome. <laughs> My thought is like, why don't you just hire Chinese actors then, and like fly them over, and then do the movie, and then you're golden, right? Like, wouldn't that work? <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? No. <laughs> 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 
Racist. Oh, wow. Anyways, yeah, I think they should do Mulan. But yeah, I do like the direction that Disney's going, making it live action and kind of, you know, move away from the animation, which they'll always keep for sure, but, like, animation's a cool, nice little step that they're doing. And it'll be exciting to see Emma Watson, like, take it her career to the next level. And I'm curious to see if she's going to sing or if they're not going to sing or what to do with it. Um, wh- one thing I think Justin said it earlier was seeing uh, that they wanted to see a Pinocchio movie made. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really would like to see a Pinocchio movie was because watching the, cause watching the cartoon, it wasn't that bad, but if you read the book, it's a really, really dark story. Make it a horror movie. <laughs> and yeah, well, no, no, not the Pinocchio horror movie that they made back back then. But like seeing how like the th- yeah, the Pinocchio horror movie was oh, so bad. God. It was horrible. Instead of his nose growing, it's his dick. Oh god! <laughs> he impels people with it. There you go. <laughs> but no, have you guys read the original Pinocchio story? Nah. It's so nah. dark and depressing, and uh, like. Uh, Geppetto, the cricket, he kills him as soon as he meets him. Geppetto's not the cricket, Geppetto's the creator. Oh, no, no, yeah. I'm sorry, who's the, uh, Geppetto's the, yeah, you're right, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Cricket, Jimmy, Jimmy Cricket, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, Jimmy Cricket, as soon as Jimmy Cricket, like, shows up, Pinocchio kills him right away, off the bat, and then it, he's haunted by his spirit throughout the entire thing. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to kill crickets, that's unlucky. Yeah, and... Speaking of that, Mulan, crickets, <laughs> huh? No. Alright, cool. I'm right. sorry. But, yeah, no, I, I would be super hyped if they did a Pinocchio one. Mm. Well, cool. Let's uh, get back into some more uh, animation. Sausage Party, that's the next trailer we're going to be talking about. So this, yeah, of course, is the Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and all them fuckers movie animation film. This is the second trailer that we got, and it showed a little bit more uh, what the movie's going to be kind of about and the storyline with it. Uh, what did y'all think about this? Uh, I'm glad that this trailer didn't use the F word as a crutch, because if you guys watched the Red Band trailer, the first one, they probably said fuck like 60 times in it. And this one, they actually didn't curse at all, and I still find found it really enjoyable. I thought it was pretty funny. I like the, I still love the baby carrots, how they get fucked up. <laughs> what about you guys? What's your favorite part? The baby carrots. <laughs> <laughs> I just like when they were trying to run away, and you see them rolling off the counter, and she catches them. Oh, like, yeah, that was nice. That was sad. Like, she, she's fast. She got, like, halfway across the kitchen and went back and grabbed the carrots. Yeah, well, her arms, like, half like, her body weight. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not I, don't, I don't like it. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> big on this one. Get out. Well, no. Okay. No. So I, I, I have a reason. We invite I, Chris over. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I have a reason though. It's it's like my same problem that I have with like the Happy Madison crew. Is like I get it. You have your friends. You want to make movies. You should honestly. You should do whatever you want. If you, if you got the time, you got the money, you got the people. Go for it. Yeah. Experiment. Um, but I feel like they're kind of beating a dead horse. Like you see all the same tropes. Like. You know, Seth Rogen's the main guy, and halfway through the movie, he's gonna smoke weed with someone, and like, you know, it doesn't matter that he's a sausage, he's gonna find a way. Holy shit, that is a Seth Rogen movie. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) I see your points. Well, also, when you said that they dropped the F-bomb a lot, like, if you watch any movie with Seth Rogen in it, he's constantly dropping the F-bomb left and right, he'll find a reason to put it in the sentence. I just think they did that with the first trailer to get that shock value to get everyone talking about it, because they're like, oh, it's an animation movie, and then FUCK! They got people talking about it, so this one was kind of like, okay, we're over the shock value, this is what the movie's going to be more about. It's kind of a love story. It's kind of a survival movie. It's kind of sending a social message. Like, you shouldn't eat food ever. You know? <laughs> you shouldn't eat food? <laughs> Don't eat food. Just become that's, vegan. You heard it here first. That's what it is. You see those pictures of, like, the rainforest that's dead? It's like, this is what vegans do to us. They, they eat our rainforest. <laughs> they do. They're good. Mm, they're terrible people. <laughs> you're not for me. That's not boys and their toys. That's, that's me, official. That's Chris. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's the sausage party. Uh, did you see the little commercial with like Seth Rogen coming out like Walt Disney? No. I oh, didn't. it's like Seth Rogen comes out and he's like, "Hello there, everyone. This is uh, Seth Rogen here. We're gonna show you our new movie." And it's like, "This is my character." And it's like Walt Disney, and then the fucking sausage pops up, and it's Seth Rogen. He's like, "Oh, laughing." 
it's pretty cool to see them doing that. That was kind of a cool like preview that they showed. So it's like poking fun like at Disney and stuff and like yeah. old Disney. I do like that they're uh, the poster that they have for the movie. One of them like it, they have an animated version of it, and then they have just the sandy one. The sandy one doesn't make sense because you're like, oh, it's a sausage, and he's kind of coming outside like, eh, hey, I'm here, watch my movie. But if you watch like the animated version of it, he's like flaccid. And then he wakes up, and then he kind of, like, rises up. He's a, uh, dick. He's a dick. And uh, he just goes like, huh? You like that? You like what you see here? You should, you should go watch more of it. It's Office Party. So weird. But, yeah, that's Office Party, uh, you know, that comes out, I think, this summer? Something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the the this uh, the Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen crew. I don't know what the fuck. The Freaks and Geeks, pretty much, extension of them crew expanding and doing uh, animation. So, yeah. Moving away from that, let's talk about the next trailer, which is the Star Trek Beyond trailer, and I think it was the second one or the first official one? Second one. Uh, second. This is the second trailer. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So, so Star Trek Beyond, we got the, the trailer, second one. What did y'all think? I liked it. Nice. All right. <laughs> Mike. Uh, I thought it was good. I did not like it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not that I didn't like it, but I'm not super hyped about it because I haven't seen any of the Star Trek movies because, like, I said this off, off the air, but... I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. It never really caught my attention or made me want to. Yeah, being a geek and being a nerd and being into everything, people will assume I'd be into that. But I'm looking at it and just like, eh, it's like it's it's okay. Like it doesn't catch my attention. So watching this trailer, I didn't, I did not not appreciate it, but I wasn't all hyped for it. I got a big Halo feel, especially when they're in like their pods, like in space. Oh, like, like, like ODST, like ODST troopers. Yeah, hell dive or the hell divers. Hell Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. What'd you think, Chris? Uh, I'm kind of a mix between both of you guys. I like it, but I've never seen any of the movies. Same here. I, <laughs> see, I actually haven't seen it. Nate saw the first one. We haven't seen any of the other ones. I didn't. I didn't see them because I got grounded because of the movie. And since then, I have this like hate hate relationship. Your mom, I remember your that. Your mom grounded you for watching Star Trek. It was no, a bet. So, it was, so I was prior to I was. Uh, <laughs> it's off topic, but I was already grounded for like six months because I was being a dumbass and. Uh, I, I made this really stupid bet with my mom involving casting for this movie. Oh. Mind you, I had not seen one trailer for this fucking film. So I went in blind. I was like, I beat you. I beat you in a bet. No, she beat my ass. I, I got hit and I got grounded for six more months. She hit you? Yeah. <laughs> Smacked like me, smack me in the back of the head. What do you think you're talking to? That's like weird punishment. Like, mom, why am I grounded? Because you a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, I, no, it's the fact that he challenged her. I challenged her authority and said, if I win, I'm going to get out of my grounding. Here's the stupid thing, audience. Um, I I was two days away from freedom, so <laughs> it's just it was like when you're you've been locked up so long, you don't know any other life. Like I had to throw myself back so that I could survive. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, that's so that's Star Trek Beyond Chris version. That, that's what it's gonna be. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I that mean, was great. I've only seen the first one. That was that was, it. It was yeah. good. Second one I didn't watch, but I heard it was kind of iffy. And third one looks whatever. It's always cool to see John Cho get some shine. So shout out to you, John Cho. Uh, was there aliens in the first one? Or was uh, it all human? Uh, I don't remember. Well, technically, I think technically it's Spock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, like, I'm talking, like, costume alien stuff like that. Because I, whatever, what I, from what I remember, they were saying that J.J. Abrams didn't want to really do alien characters. And they have a lot of them in this trailer. So I guess that's something new. Is he still doing the movie? No, that's why they're doing aliens. Oh, it's Justin Lin, so yeah. they're going to drive cars in space. Right. I'm going to give him this. Uh, the villain and one of the side protagonist maybe that they showed uh, they're in full makeup yeah, and cool. I really like that like practical I, it, it's practical I haven't seen that in a long time like everything now is like CG or just animated so it's nice to see like full old school styles of makeup and everything combined with the lights you're good to go so yeah. I like it and then you know it's gonna be no uh, Star Wars so that's my only gripe with it 
it's like, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars, I'm Star Wars. So that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Cool? Cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Nice. All right, so we're going to move into the next segment, the Geek News. This just in. Important geek shit is happening right now. And we're back on the dance with some geek news for that ass. Alright, so Thor Ragnarok confirmed finally their cast. It's going to have Hela, uh, Grandmaster, Valkyrie, and Scourge, and it's going to be played by Kate Blanchett, Hela, Jeff Goldblum, the Grandmaster, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie, uh, Valkyrie <laughs> and... Shit. <laughs> 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 you stupid. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Carl Urban as Scourge. So, what do y'all think about this? I want to point out one thing real quick. Um... I think they've done a decent job of following like old school Norse mythology and also kind of following the comics because both are weird. They're but they're both super weird. But the thing I'm gonna love seeing is like Hela because in like the old myths she's half dead, so like half her body is decomposing and Ooh, gross, yeah. and like the other half is all young and so two face and right, yeah, it's, it's face. <laughs> but then the other thing is Loki's her dad. Oh, yeah, weird. that is true. And then, like, and then, like, huh. at that point in the comics, I think that's when, like, after this big encounter, uh, Loki turned into Fem Loki. So maybe the end of Tom Hiddleston, Fem Loki. Hmm? Maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe. That'd be kind of cool. Kate yeah. Blanchett is hella. Doesn't she always get nominated for an Oscar every year? I s- maybe they'll get some Marvel. <laughs> yeah, and some Oscars. There you maybe. go. Maybe. Um, I'm not a fan of Jeff Goldblum though. Um, that's a weird pick. I just hate him. Uh, wow. Well, all right. <laughs> That's really fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, my, sorry. Uh, my input on Ragnarok is... You ever notice that's how Mike wants to start talking? Yeah, I want to start talking. Go, they'll just go, uh, uh, so uh, you probably stop, and you're like, all right, what, Mike? Because <laughs> right, I don't know when you guys are going to stop, so I was like, I, I want to say something. Go ahead. Okay, because before we, before we change the subject, um, okay, so Chris can probably help me out with this one. So, Ragnarok is a place. And Ragnarok is, is also a person, an entity. And, and Ragnarok yeah. is also a like Nate said, an entity. It's a it's a wolf. It's a place, and it's, it's a, also it's like, like a wolf, a place, an entity, and an event. Uh, exactly. So, so it's, it's like the, what is this? What is? Are we going to see someone dressed up in wolf armor? Are we? <laughs> are we going to see oh actual wolf? Are it's going to be a big space wolf. It's going to hit everything. Is and that, we're done. that force that they're fighting? Is that Ragnarok? So like the way it starts in in the legends, and uh, they did they did this in the comics too back in I want to say two thousand and nine when they did uh, Fear itself. Maybe I think I'm wrong on that actually, but um. Uh, so what happens is one of Thor's brothers, this guy named uh, Balder, they call mm. him Balder the Beautiful because he's like all <laughs> me. <laughs> no, but it's so stupid because it's like all the other kids are like war, like warrior children, and Balder's kind of like, hey guys, what's going on? Like it's really nice to see you. <laughs> like he's the guy's like, oh hey, you like you're short like thirty cents here. Like he's a nice guy. Well, when he dies, the world goes to shit, and just like the world tree dies and everything dies, and Ragnarok happens. But Ragnarok's also like a demon. And a wolf and a place. It, yeah, it's weird. Well, it's and then weird. also in the comics, Ragnarok is also Thor's quote unquote clone. Yeah, in the Civil War, which was also really weird. So I want to know like what's going on with this movie. Your guess is as good as ours, and that's why we're here yeah. to ask the important questions. <laughs> what's gonna happen? I really think to answer that question, it's gonna be all of the above. I think it's gonna be the uh, Ragnarok event happening, like everything coming to ends. Characters dying like Thor and Odin and all of them just dying and then just all the shit happening and then like maybe Thor's clone comes out as like the bad guy at the end. This is most likely going to be the last Thor movie. I want to see Beta Ray Bill. I do too. Oh, oh I hope my they, god, that would be such a good treat. I think it should. 
They're gonna Thor they, die, and Barry Ray will come in and save the day. I thought about it a little bit, and I was really scared before they announced casting when they just said <sighs> Jeff Goldblum. I was like, please, God, don't be Beta Ray Bill. If you did it, don't be. <laughs> just Ooh. don't be Beta Ray Bill. I got the perfect really, casting for Beta Ray Bill. What are you thinking of me? Sarah Jessica Parker. That's oh, so that's, that's so fucked up. I mean, that's, that's so amazing. fucked up. That's yeah. But I do want to see the Forging Stormbringer. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be nice. I, uh, it's probably one of the better weapons in, in MCU, and I really. I yeah, it's, it's pretty. But cool. yeah, I'm excited for uh, just you know talk about comic talk. This is the new story, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, more uh, mythology talk today. Uh, Tessa Thompson. I was excited to see her play Valkyrie because she was in Creed and she was super pretty. Oh, oh she's here. Yeah, she was perfect. And I her boyfriend's gonna be in the Marvel Universe too. Your little boyfriend might be. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Talked about that last week, but yeah. Oh, what if they made them cross and then oh, fall in love? Couple. That'd be sick. <laughs> and she's deaf in there too. Like in Creed. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, oh, uh, yeah, I think everyone's really hype about uh, Carl Urban playing Scourge because Scourge is a badass and Carl Urban's a badass. I didn't see Dread, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, he's a badass. And he, pretty he's, much, he's, he's pretty rad. And Scourge has a big-ass axe and... That's dope. He's just gonna go toe to toe with uh, Thor. Yeah, toe to toe with Thor. Toe to toe with Thor. I'm sorry. This whole Viking thing is gonna be dope. Sweet. So yeah, that's the casting news on Thor Ragnarok. So I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the Thor movies. They're kind of like, but I mean, hopefully these that's, casting. They're, that's they're, with they're mythology. Pretty yeah. ass movies. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. But they're Chris beautiful is the movies. defender of the Thor movies. It, they're okay, guys. No, no, no I, don't, I don't even like them. That's the worst part. It's like I just really stop love, defending. I go them. for the visuals. I go for the visuals. So I'm like, man, you guys really like spent the damn that rainbow for the year on this one. <laughs> Double Rainbow Road all the way. Yes. <laughs> you leave the Bifrost alone. <laughs> So yeah, that's Thor Ragnarok coming at you, 2017, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, so sticking with Marvel, uh, we got some more uh, updates on Spider-Man Homecoming. I have gripes. So Michael Keaton was in talks at the beginning of the week, and then at the end of the week he was officially cast. So that's kind of weird. But uh, yeah, so I guess Michael Keaton is pretty much back in, and does everyone's thoughts still kind of reign the same? It's going to be fucking Vulture? I have gripes. Yeah. <laughs> Nah. Alright, well, well, Chris, what are your gripes? I honestly feel like they're going to go Tinker, just because he's going to be like, I just did Birdman, I was just in the sweaty bird suit, I don't want to do it again. I would rather see him as Vulture, because he's balding, so he's halfway done. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have to shave his head or anything. But, man, like, before they said Vulture, I really wanted Mysterio so bad. So yeah. bad. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. That's he would have been too. so cool. He's, he's probably my favorite uh, Spidey villain, so oh. I'm sad to not see him. The one thing I have against Vulture is they kind of already have him with Falcon, like with the wings and stuff. Oh like, God! Think they go toe to toe. They get their oh. own movie. <laughs> Falcon versus Vulture. But it'd be cool to see like just like an old man, like you know, just a creep wanting to like get back at like you know. Would you want to see like robot style wings or like actual robot wings? style wings? I want to see his green ass suit and like the old <laughs> the man feathers. Vulture. Yeah, I want that. That's what I want. <laughs> Oh, and I wanted to have, like, his little minions that he had, like, little fucking baby vultures that he had in Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be sick to see some, like, just, like, some images, like, just playing little vultures. <laughs> That'd be dope. But, yeah, so, uh, I think it'd be cool to get Michael Keaton back in. When they first announced it, like, weeks ago, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited to have him, and then he was out of it. I was so disappointed because, like, I feel like Michael Keaton is something that the Marvel Universe needs because he's such, like, a high-profile actor, and, like, he's been already a hero, so he knows what it takes yeah. to be that. But yeah, especially in the Spider-Man movie, I think he'd be really like really great villain and really like brooding. Do you uh, do you think that they could go complete left field and be like, oh yeah, he's JJ? No, did they already cast JJ? Did they cast JJ? No, they didn't cast JJ. But you're you're thinking of Gordon. They oh, took, they took fucking JJ. Yeah, but yeah, I think he would be a good JJ because he already played a newspaper guy in Spotlight. Yeah, yeah. did we already talk about that? I think we talked about that in one of our podcasts. But well, Michael Keaton could possibly play Jonah. 
Um, probably, yeah. I think, yeah, but yeah, I think he'd be a good Jonah too, just because he's, yeah, like I already spotlight, he'd be kind of funny. So like, oh, he's Uncle Ben. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, great. They fucking kill him. It's like Godzilla with Brian Cranston. Oh, the best part of the movie. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, <laughs> oh no. He's all gone now. <laughs> oh, but do you think that Michael Keenan can pull Marissa Tomei? Yes. Yeah. Marissa Tomei? He was Batman. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you right. Because I'm I don't know, unless they make it, like, ultimate, where he she, like, already doesn't have Uncle Ben, and, like, it don't matter, and she's just kind of a hot, young anime. Nope. Yeah, let's keep that. No, I, thought, I thought she was already at that point where she didn't have Uncle Ben. Oh, yeah, and then, and, and, yeah. Because it was, like, in the movies, yeah. like... We can always do flashbacks. Yeah. Like, all right, well, yeah. So, again, sticking with Marvel, Josh Whedon says he would be interested in working on a female-led movie. What do y'all think? Not we'll, we'll get too much into this because this is going to come up later in the show. But what do you guys think about having Joss Whedon come back? Just fuck him. Well, get out. Hey, hold left. Hold on. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's been there for a while. I mean, if he's willing to come back, that's different from them being like, "Oh, we contracted him. He yeah. has to come back." Like, because at least he'll put effort into the film. If his heart's in it. Yeah, and I mean, he has some of the best female leads in like geek history, man. Like. I mean, what Buffy. You got your girl Buffy. You have a Buffy River Tam from Firefly. Oh yeah, I'm like the only person that's ever seen that. I'm just talking about like fucking what's from Dark Lord. What was her name? Oh god, Penny? Penny. No, but she. I just don't. Boring. <laughs> She's the worst. This is like a smaller project. I think he would be capable of doing because I guess Avengers was too much for him. It would be too much for anybody. So I'm. It'll be cool. It'll be a smaller project for him. Even though it probably has millions behind it still. <laughs> oh, for sure. But I mean, like, like he did TV, so it's definitely a lot less huge than the movies are. So maybe it'll kind of allude back to that, and he'd be like, oh, I'm more comfortable here than I was doing this huge, like, super blockbuster hit. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, speaking of blockbuster hits, Star Wars definitely is one of those, and apparently Poe Dameron is going to have a larger role in Episode Eight. And I still thick stick by my guns. Poe Dameron is evil. He's a sleeper agent working for the First Order. I'm po- there with you, hand in hand. Poe Dameron right is there. is only hero. He's the only one. Like, Mike, Mike, what's Poe? What's Poe Dameron? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to think right now because just the way that Episode Seven ended, it, honestly, every whatever you guys are saying, it could it could be true. The one gripe I have with episode 7 is the big plot hole, like, how did he fucking get to back to the Resistance? So, and the deleted scenes didn't explain it at all. So I'm like, I'm thinking, yeah, he's, like, the well, I'm Nate. Shit. He's a sleeper agent. You, you have to read the comics. about that. They, what, did they explain They explain it in the comics, but I didn't read no it. No one reads those. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but there's something, there's like, there was a customer I was talking to, um, he was talking about, it. I was like, everything that, like, you have questions, just read the comics, and that's the entire backstory, or that's what's going on before or in between. Movies shouldn't have to rely on comics, though. It's like, a little, should be like a little treat, but not something you should have to go but, to. But that's like the Star Wars thing, like, I, I get in arguments that's with people Disney. all the time about, that's Disney too, but it's a Star Wars thing, because I get in arguments with people when they're like, oh, you know, you talk shit about Boba Fett, but he's the greatest badass in the world. Have you read his books? No. Because I watched the movies. Yeah, I don't, he did nothing in the movies. I don't, I don't, he didn't do it. He fell in the Starlight Pit. So that's all I care about. You <laughs> he know, fell in he was laid out. Oh, did you see that? Like, It was a fan-made trailer of like Boba Fett escaping the Starlight Pit. I, I saw it on Instagram, I think. I didn't know. Oh, it was like an overshot of like the Starlight Pit. And then it's like a narration going over. And it's like, I escaped or some shit like that. And it's like Boba Fett walking in the desert. And like it's his costume and everything. It's pretty dope. Please tell me he falls into another pit and then he falls into another pit. God damn it. Just when I think about it, they pull me back in. It's like his version of Prison prison Break. Going back, back to the Starlight. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I can see 
how that is because in the movies he didn't do shit but then if you read the comics everyone you know writing his dick because he was a huge badass yeah. in the comics because yeah. he went toe to toe with Vader he went toe to toe with Jedi's he went toe to toe against pretty much anything and I was like and okay. he's fine but he's I mean yeah he's a Mandalorian clone but he's he's just a guy at the end of the day yeah and pretty much I keep I getting just, off topic yeah, <laughs> yeah. now he's talking about Poe Dameron and how he is the super well, agent okay um no because I feel like Ray's way too force sensitive she's gonna go super evil and he's gonna be the guy to stop her that's that yeah but that was cool too like everyone thinks that like Poe's gonna be the next like Han and then like Ray's the new Leia and they're gonna fall in love and all that shit but I think it was interesting that in, in episode 7 they didn't interact at all like they haven't yeah. met yet technically did they ever I, no they haven't met at all have they yeah I think in the end they might have like talked but they didn't show them meeting I really want Poe to be gay I don't want them to make a big deal about it. I just want to be like, oh, I'm going to go with my fighter him. pilot and just like kiss his boyfriend on the cheek. Like, oh, good luck, babe. And then kiss, that's it. Kiss Finn on the cheek because everyone wants well, to. Not Finn. Finn. I think oh, it's actually supposed to be gay. They're brothers, goddammit. No, they, none of them are supposed to be gay, but like everyone keeps shipping them as gay Poe and Finn. And like, there's an interview where uh, they're talking about it, and then uh, John Boyega's like, no, I didn't really you know, play my role that way. And then uh, Oscar Isaac's like, I played it that way. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> there's kind of an attraction between us. He's so great. Yeah, so. I don't know, that'd be interesting to see uh, him be gay, see him be evil, or see him just, you know, just rescue everybody. That'd be cool. Any of that stuff. I'm just excited to see more Oscar Isaac in anything, because he's amazing. He is. Yes. And yeah, so moving away from that, let's get into the next bit of news. Daniel Craig turned down $68 million to star in two more Bond movies. Yay! Fuck him! So he's on his way out, finally, from... Fucking 007. Hold the door open he, for Idris. Yeah. Oh, God. Hopefully that's, that's, that's what he's doing. I think he's done enough. I think he's done an adequate amount of movies. He's he's fulfilled. Yeah, every Bond's done like four, right? Yeah, something like that. He's there. And I... Think, I oh, go ahead. Like oh, I'm sorry. I think the longest was Sean Connery, maybe. 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 Yeah. I did not like... What was the last one? Skyfall? No. Spectre. Spectre. Yeah, so take that, Luis. Spectre, sup? <laughs> Just but saying. Skyfall was amazing, though. So yeah, Skyfall was, was okay. He is not a fan of James Bond. <laughs> I'm not but, a fan of Daniel Craig. Yeah, I love I'm, Pierce I'm not either. I'm not. I'm not a <laughs> Pierce Brosnan. You and me both just the, the one hand Halle Berry movie. <laughs> oh, all the titties. Titty breasts. But yeah, uh, it's cool to see him getting away from it because, like, yeah, like I think it is time for him. But it's gonna be cool to see who takes up the mantle next. I'm rooting for Idris. Also rooting for fucking Taron Egerton from uh, Kingsman. I heard oh, Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. a lot. Nah. Yeah, I'm the same way. Eh, I don't know, but, but that's a lot of money to turn down. Sixty-eight million, like that's crazy. That that's like the budget of most movies. <laughs> yeah, that's that shows you how much like they really don't want him to leave, and like how much they really don't want to give it to Idris. But I mean, it's easy. Uh, it's easy to like, yeah, they don't want to do that because they have this clear set plan. But it's also easy because it's like, well, we already have the guy. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's bitch. Uh, interesting to see what comes out of the 007 and all the Bond movies, and. They'll probably just take it in a drastic direction because this one was so dark already, so they'll probably do something more, like, happy-go-lucky related. Do you think, like, they're going to recast them, but do you think they're going to recast everybody or they're going to keep all the same, like, supporting characters and then just have a new Bond? How do you think they're going to go about it? I mean, they've had M for, like, a thousand years. She's been the same M for, like, forever. Yeah, but she recently died, though, in the last one, I think. Oh, did she? Yeah, but, yeah, she carried over. She was with Pierce Brosnan and she was with uh, Daniel Craig also. Right. So they have done something like that She died with Skyfall. Well, <laughs> they'll, they'll probably do like this, like a, a Marvel thing where it's like, oh, it was a body double. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm fine. I, I like Q. Q's dope. So if they keep yeah, Q, Q's pretty cool. They're all, sick. They're also talking about a female. Female. Oh, the girl one. from what's it called? What's, I what's didn't her, get name? her name. I forgot her name. The girl in uh, in the Bond movies. I forgot who she's. But yeah, she'd be cool to take up the mantle. She's already in fucking MI6 and all. Janet that. Bond. 
<laughs> no, what James Bond? Now it's Jane, Jane Bond. Jane Bond. Jane Bond. There you go. Oh, that's better. That's better than mine. Jane Bond. See, yeah, yeah I was ready for this one. conversation. Oh, you took it there. What now we're here. Now. <laughs> what was? What's the internet? What internet rule is that? It's like rule like seventy or something. Thirty-four. Like Thirty-four. There you go. It's, it's, it's gonna be a porno. Because you said Jane Bond, I was like, oh, that sounds like a porno. That's where Mike's head's at all the time. Yeah. Dressed <laughs> like a five-year-old. <laughs> Olaf shirt thinking about porn. Olaf is an innocent character. You ruined him. Yeah, but he's just shy. whatever. All right, I'm just saying the character can go in two places. <laughs> well, you know, characters two places switch your rules for twos. Uh, Brad Garrett is gonna be the new voice of Krang in TMNT two. Yeah. So what happened with the last guy? Did he Fred just Armistead. fuck him? I don't know what I happened. Don't know who that is? You got you got so many movies. Brad Garrett. He's uh, the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. They have the D bass voice. Oh God, he's alive uh, still. <laughs> oh wow, that's deep. no. I don't mean it like that. It's just he's like, not even old. No, it's well. He just. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about the dude since the, the end of it. And he had a voice like like Andre, so I thought maybe he was like too big as a human and he like had health problems, like great. Game. I mean, he's like six foot, but he's not like a giant. <laughs> well, that's comparative. Like I'm, he's a giant to me. So like, <laughs> there well, you go. He, he's a good voice for a villain. Yeah, for just a voice. Yeah, I can see. I, it. I like that. I, like I can that. hear it. He plays. He's already done multiple like voice work too. His voice is just very distinct, like just Chris was saying. So yeah, sorry, Mike. That Fred Armisen. Yeah, well, no, because like didn't they already release trailers with him talking already? Doesn't so they're just, gonna re- they're just gonna reshoot it or what? Yeah, they've done it before. Didn't they deal with the last one? Yeah, with um, Leonardo, they had a whole a guy and for like do the like, motion capture and the voice, and they replaced them with Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> and actually, Johnny Knoxville's out for the next one because I was looking up the the movie, and I don't think he's in it. I think they got back the original dude for Leo. Yeah, I saw that. I saw. I didn't see his name anywhere in the cast list. So you don't think they'd be like redoing his uh, contract, maybe? And that's I why think they, they just got. Yet? They just got Johnny Knoxville to get a name in there, like a name that everyone knows. The Jackass. That's not Megan Fox. Yeah, it's not Megan. So Leonardo. All right, Johnny Knoxville. Then. Leonardo is Pete Plozek. Plozek or whatever the fuck. Yeah, he's the one that was originally Leo, and they fucking dubbed over him with um, Johnny Knoxville. So now he's actually getting his voice back, which is cool, I guess. I wonder why he left. He didn't leave. That's the studio's decision. Oh, they're dumb. <laughs> like the studio says, "I we don't, we want a bigger name, so that's what we're gonna do." As long as Thad stays, yeah, Thad Castle. As long as Thad Castle stays. Yeah, but yeah. So that's TMNT, and sorry, Mike, I know your, your heart's broken because not really because you I said I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, he was already there, and then for him, and then for this to happen, I was like, "Well, what happened?" So I, I didn't know. Why? Exactly. Why? Why? Can I change? I feel so attacked right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need to know what happens. You can't just go and say, hey, it's this guy. And I was like, okay, well, what I happened? I loved you. How dare you believe me? <laughs> Even though I didn't like the guy, I was just like, well, what's going on? Yeah, so that's... I don't idea. like change, okay? That's what it is. All right, this is now turned into a therapy session for Michael. Nice. I appreciate yes. you for coming here today. I'm here, yes. We appreciate you. Thank just you. let us, Just let you know that you always have a place to come to. Okay. And, uh, anyways, yeah, so... Away from that, Mike, taking this to a weird place. Uh, next bit of news. Blumhouse Productions announces partnership with Miramax to co-finance development for a new Halloween sequel. Anything will be better than uh, the latest Halloween. Uh, not the, the latest one. Halloween Resurrection, I think it was. Where it had, um, what's his name, the rapper? Uh, Busta Rhymes. They oh, Busta yeah, Rhymes in one of the Halloween Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, thing? that was horrible. <laughs> I need to see it. <laughs> and then amazing. they came out with the Rob Zombie <laughs> ones, and I guess those were okay, but I'm excited for Blumhouse because Blumhouse is the one that's behind pretty much all the best scary movies right now, like Conjuring and Vision Sinister. Movie, yeah. yeah. And well, the people, I won't see it if they did Sinister. That was too scary for me. <laughs> Sinister was the one that messed me up, and it was mostly Box Kid. Just yeah. like that kid had that condition. I was like, whoa, Box Kid, you need to calm down. That was really scary in theater. That, that's a great match, then. I think that they're going to do a good job with that. Yeah, and then Blumhouse, for some reason, he always makes his movies under like $3 million. 
So like whatever the the whatever money it makes, it'll always make profit. Mad profit. Yeah, so he'll find a way to make it hella cheap. They'll probably do it found footage or some shit like that. But I'm excited for it. What about you guys? All body cam footage. I'm in. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, it's time for a new Halloween. A better Halloween than them being like, oh yeah, here's Freddy versus Jason with you know TMNT, <laughs> like just doing some weird thing like that so Halloween yeah that was so weird so yeah just Michael Myers was just always just a fucking like a just a serial killer he had no powers or anything at all yeah he, well, was, he can't die I guess no that, that's, that's Jason. Jason that's Jason yeah no he was just a serial killer well I mean, he took a shotgun blast to the chest and then got back up and killed the dude that shot him really uh, probably really hard to kill him <laughs> yeah. that's what it is so yeah, that, that's always been interesting to, like, I don't know much about Michael Myers. I just know that he was just a guy, no powers, just killing people. Yeah, he was like Ghostface in Scream. He was just a guy who killed people. Yeah, so, yeah it'd be interesting to see. Maybe they'll, like, explore his character, but, like, don't because it's cool when they don't, they're not explored and they're just kind of a thing that kills people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, anyway, so, <laughs> on to the next story. Uh, Batman vs. Superman confirmed that the dead Robin that Bruce Wayne walks by his costume is... Jason Todd? Who would have thought? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Everyone would have been pissed if it was someone else. What, what was that thing that you guys did in the theater when you saw Captain America Winter Soldier? Oh, when Bucky revealed himself? <laughs> oh, yeah. Some guy's like, I knew it. No I shit. You Bucky was the Winter Soldier? That's, I mean, if you didn't know that going into the film, I don't you think, should be ashamed of yourself. I don't think anybody knew anything going into what the film. I don't even think really, the director really, knew anything going into the really, film. Really? Like, that was, it was such a big deal back in the 90s when that happened because it was a fan vote thing. It was a fan vote, and then there was also a whole conspiracy behind it as well. Yeah, that they were just like, like last week on the pod. Did we talk about this already no, last week? No, no, I didn't. Uh, I think it was like, no, we did talk about it in a, a, a previous episode. No, we talked episode. about, I'm saying, Jason Todd in general, like his backstory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Top yeah, top yeah I gave oh, okay. the backstory. So, yeah. You guys are, yeah, I'm, anyone who should have gotten that movie should at least have an idea that one Robin died. Yeah, it was funny seeing the comment section on it when they, like, released it, and, like, everyone's like, no, fucking shit, we knew this, like, duh, come on, DC. But, and, like... <laughs> They could have changed it because, you know, they fucking made Batman a killer now. So they're not afraid they, to change shit. They very well could have said Dick Grayson. That would have been fly. Fuck Dick Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> fly, I get it. Flying Grayson. <laughs> oh. Oh. You did that. You you, you created that. <laughs> I thought Nate was going for that. What? Because you said fly. Nate's snapping right now. Um, flying Grayson. <laughs> you said fly, so flying Grayson. Yeah. All right. That's, that's <laughs> we're trying to make a connection anyways uh, yeah well you know Jason Todd dead cool do you think they're gonna explore his character or do you think like everyone's saying he's Joker Joker is Jason Todd that's my theory I like the Joker Jason Todd theory cause that's I don't think that's been explored yet so. I mean he has a J on his head so it's gotta yeah. be Jason Todd right? <laughs> well, Jason Todd confirmed letter, man oh, oh my god Superman had a curl so in the shape of a J will you be mad Mike, Mike loves I, Jason already, Todd I, so no, much no I, I mean this has been going around since fucking when when Arkham Knight came out, and even then I was pissed off. So I was like, you know, if they're, I know they're gonna do it. Oh, I'm that just... was so stupid too. The Arkham Knight. Oh, yeah, it's Jason Todd. We know. Why do they keep giving us full like phony like reveals of just Jason Todd? Like we know it's him. Stop hiding it from exactly. us. Exactly. <laughs> so when they're saying like everyone's like, oh, it's Jason Todd. I'm like, okay, yeah, they've done it before. Uh, so I mean, I'm, I'm, so if they do it, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> will, you, will you be mad? I'm already mad. <laughs> I'm already That's my secret, Captain. Yeah. I'm always angry. Uh, well, yeah. So the, like, yeah, as soon as I heard this was a thing, I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever, I guess. But yeah. some people say that the reason why there's a J on the Joker's face is because, like, oh, yeah, I got your J-bird. Like, I killed your... That's, like, a thing to Batman. Uh, which I think would be way cooler than fucking Jason Todd being <laughs> Batman. I mean, being Joker. He's so stupid. I just hope that he's just... I'm Jason the Joker. 
Here's my J. Do you like it? And I think I said it before too on a previous episode. Like they did it with Tim Drake in the animated movie where he was yeah, the Joker. The, uh, oh, the Batman yeah. Beyond one. Yeah, cool. Joker. Yeah, so they very well can do this for the for that. I'm pretty sure that's where they got the idea from. I hope. Sure. I hope for it's sure. just Joker his own, and then I hope in the Batman movie they explore Jason Todd dying. Like that would just be enough for me. And then set up for like a Red Hood movie. Like there you go. I, really, you. I really do want them to reference it in Suicide Squad, where it's like, hey, remember I killed I killed Jason. Like I, I would appreciate that a lot more than saying, hey. I'm but uh, yeah, all right. So that's it with uh, all the thoughts on uh, Matt, Mike, Justin. I'm good. Cool. All right. So yeah, moving into the next uh, segment, we're getting into the loading screen. Another fucking loading screen. All right, guys. Welcome into the loading screen. So I just want to start off with saying Overwatch uh, opening night was a huge success. Um, so yeah, right out the floodgate, there were no server crashes. Everyone was able to. Oh, 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 It wasn't as bad as a lot of people anticipated. My, like, my server didn't crash. Um, so, the big reason that there wasn't a big crash like that is uh, Sony announced that they were going to be doing maintenance on Tuesday, which was the launch day for Overwatch. Um, and likewise, Microsoft had to do some bracing too for their servers. So, Blizzard, being geniuses for once, came up with this brilliant idea of, oh wait, let's just release the game early, on Monday instead, let everyone download all the patches, turn the servers on at 4, let them crash, and then fix them. Yeah, yeah, which is smart. It's amazing. Well, because with World of Warcraft, with um, Diablo, with a lot of other Blizzard online computer games, I'm pretty sure that they've learned from the previous mistakes before. Yeah. So with this, with the move that Blizzard made, it was really, really smart. And which caused the launch to be a huge success. Yeah, and as far as the game community, it, it's this—it's a problem that always happens, and people always complain. For the, it, it, it's so normal at this point. Like when Division came out, it was the same thing. It released worldwide, mm-hmm. and everyone got on at the same time and downloaded it at the same time. And when we all logged in, we killed the server for twelve <laughs> hours. Yeah, and they're like, "Why?" It's like because every person in the world, all fifty, hundred thousand million people that bought the game, you all crashed it. It's your fault. Yeah. You know, so it's nice to see that they thought about this and they fixed it. So good job, Blizzard. Yeah, so that was really, really cool. Oh, are you going to move away from Overwatch? Are you going to something else besides Overwatch? No, I was going to talk about the gameplay-wise. I was going to get oh, a little okay, bit more okay. into well, it. I was going to add to that after we're talking. It was oh. still Overwatch-related, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so yeah, the, with the game being a huge success, there's a huge hype, huge, a lot of buzz going around about it. Um, personally, I, like I said, I said it, I think, believe in the previous episode, I'm going to wait for the price to drop. I don't think it's something I want to get right out the gate, but I know Chris picked it up day one. Um, <laughs> but what helped me, what helped me get the game, was or make me consider getting the game is knowing that there's the was the Origin Edition. Yeah, there's the Origin Edition, and I guess there's another edition. The Origin Edition is sixty dollars, and it comes with the season pass. And then there's just the basic game that's forty dollars, no season pass. Which honestly, that actually persuaded me a little bit more to picking it up because with yeah. the content that's given and knowing that they're going to get free DLC later on. You know, why not just pick it up for the $40? Because I... What's, what does the season pass come with? Um, so, so far, there's no confirmation on what the season pass will be. Uh, I was going through some forums and speculating with some folks I know. And the big thing that we're all hoping to see, which we're waiting to hear comp from uh, Blizzard devs on or anything, is that they'll be releasing uh, four... It's four roles, right? It's a damage, uh, support, defense... Tank. Yeah, so uh, we're hoping that they'll put out one of each character type every time they drop DLC, which would mean, yeah, DLC is going to be like 40 plus dollars, but you're getting four brand new characters, all new cosmetics, all new taunts, probably a map, like 
so it, it would be a lot of bang for your buck, you know what I mean? So um, no confirmation on if they will do something like that. It might just be maps and more cosmetics. Uh, no telling yet. Um, hopefully they go that route though, because that would be wonderful. You had some that? Oh yeah, so it's just related to just Overwatch in general. Did you guys hear that Overwatch and Blizzard are working to remove like any like videos and stuff of Overwatch because of the porn that's happening? Yeah. Like they're using yeah. the models that they posted online to make more accurate like porn stuff. Yeah. So they're just removing like everything and they're working super hard and meticulous for it. I mean, it's hard because um, uh, one of the places you go for like anything modding, uh, a lot of people use Source or Gary's mod. Um, so it's like, oh, to get that, you have to go through Steam. But the problem is you have sites like Dragon Den, you have sites like Nexus, you have sites like um, DBX, and it's all sites that, like, they already have this stuff up. There are legal servers in, like, China, Russia, uh, Japan. Like, they're up. You can't stop them. The data's out there. So it, it sucks, but they're doing a good job of trying to stop it. But the sad thing is, like, people like porn, so it's everywhere. It's too late. It's just keep it. I think it's good for the porn market. It skyrocketed their search release. Six. <laughs> you already know what my search engine is going to look like for the next <laughs> the, <episode>. the <laughs> end of, uh, By the end of the first day of the beta, uh, Porn searches for Overwatch on Pornhub were estimated to be over 680% higher than they've ever been in life. Which, well, yeah, because it didn't exist before then. But also, like, there's a lot of people looking for that stuff. What's worse is that there was a lot of content for it already. So people were, like, prepped and ready. They're like, oh, man, when that beta drops, so I'm going to get them views. It was going to be great. Um, another thing, I heard that Blizzard is going to start dropping the hammer more on people who are cheating. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Not only they're gonna they're gonna get it's it's banned, isn't it? Once so so there's a system in Blizzard uh, that they've refined through uh, basically through Diablo three because that's kind of a uh, really really messed up game because it, there was a lot of cheating and uh, one of the big problems was the auction house where they just removed it entirely. Mm -hmm. uh, but this time they've implemented a system called Guardians and what Guardians does is it evaluates players based on performance at all times. So anytime you're connected to the server, you're being watched. Yep. You know. Um, so let's say I go into a match and there's a Soldier 76 in there who's like the COD player. Uh, he's going 64 and 3. And I've seen this happen. Like a buddy of mine actually went 64 and some change. And um, like he will be evaluated based upon the fact that like is he lag switching? Is he cheating? Is he drag scoping? Or is he just good? Yeah. Um, and it, it's doing a really good job. I've only heard of maybe five confirmed bans, but it's good because like it definitely separates uh, people like, you know being reported. Mm -hmm. like, there's no report system on this. Your players will play and the system will take care of it. Like you, you won't piss somebody off and then they'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to call you out and say that you're cheating so you get banned so I don't have to deal with you again. Yeah. You know, it, that's, it's a good quality of life thing. Yeah. Which is, all, which is smart. It was something that they should do. Um, I'm just, I'm just waiting to see what else is more coming out because hearing all this content coming out when the game only being released for a couple of days, it's a lot of buzz. So I want to see how, like, where it's going to go into the future. And the direction, it does look like it's going in a good direction. Uh, I just want to see what else is coming out. I, I totally get how you feel about that, because I was the same way about uh, Battleborn. I saw it, and I was like, yeah, I get it. I like Gearbox, but, you know, I, I, for me, it's the same. Like, it, there wasn't enough for me yet to be invested, so I'm just like, yeah. Speaking of Battleborn, did you hear about the price drop uh, going from 60 to $40 because Overwatch <laughs> came out? Overwatch oh, it was so funny when I heard that. Yeah. Once I saw that, I was like, damn. And did that just come out? Yeah. yeah. It, it just came, came out. out. It came out like two weeks ago. <laughs> and then they just dropped their first DLC character today. I had a chance to play with her a little bit. Her name is Alani. She's literally just uh, Katara from the last, Air, uh, uh -huh. the last Airbender. Exactly the same. Looks so exactly the same. People that bought it for 60 like a week ago, do they get like some sort of like credit? Nope. Nope. Well, buddy of mine bought it for like a hundred something, and then I got yeah, it off him damn. for free. So I'm fine. Like, I'm yeah. happy with the whole thing. The, the thing is, they dropped their price before the game even released because they already knew that they're gonna get beat. 
which was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But yeah. So maybe uh, we can see some cross-platform gaming from this because if it's Blizzard's thing, then they could very well do it easily between PC and platform or, um, Xbox or console gaming. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, which would be cool. Also, did you guys see or hear anything about um, that? It's official between uh, cross-platform gaming that Rocket League is now officially between Xbox and computers. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen anything mm-hmm. about that? I've seen just computers and Xbox. Yeah, not just, PS4. No, they're they're planning on bringing that on board later on. Yeah, it's just easier for um, for Xbox and PC because most PC players are usually on Windows, and uh-huh. yeah, uh, exactly. the Xbox One runs Windows 10. So there's no effort there. They're just like, oh, we'll just open up Microsoft servers all the way. Yeah. Um, so I've, I heard a little bit about it. I haven't watched any matches to see if there's like a big difference, but it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Oh yeah, well they they're also changing the car the cars because you get one of the car models is the Warthog from Halo, and then the yeah. other one is uh, what is it called? I want to say it's called the Armadillo from Gears of War. Uh, the mongoose. Mon- the mongoose. No, 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 no. Mongoose is, is from a, Halo. Yeah, the fuck oh. No, no, oh yeah, the mongoose is a little quad. Yeah, a little quad. The um, great. you know the um the the giant uh tank with the, the light big, on the back. Yeah. In Gears of War one, where you, you can, can fill only up drive the gas in Gears of War one. Oh yeah, yeah, the, 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 the garbage thing. truck. The basic garbage. Gears is garbage. <laughs> Got him. Damn. I hate you. Anyways, but yeah, they added those two models in there for the and the release of the cross the cross platform gaming, which I thought was really really cool. Um, also, the Xbox 1.5 has been confirmed and leaked. Um, if I got something to say, Chris? yeah, fun story about that. Um, so I was looking into it today before all this, and they're actually saying that there's going to be two Xboxes that come out. Yeah, one each year. There, Next year, yeah, there's, there's, two there's the 1.5, which is going to uh, just be updated systems and maybe a little more memory, but no confirmation on that. Uh, I heard two terabytes. No, that's the other one for next year, which is going to be two terabytes updated hardware. And um, I think they were saying it might just ship with the Elite Control. Do you think that'll Ooh. affect their... Yeah, which would, that'll be awesome. But do you think that's going to affect... Um, I think that that suit? is just as bad as the uh, Neo 1.5 PlayStation 4s. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's silly. Like, Just come out with the hardware that people can buy if they want to upgrade their system. Not everybody needs two terabytes, but also you know, some people do want that stuff. So just make it available, but don't make it to where you're going to outdate your brand new systems. Um, at the end of this year, they're going to shut down the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 servers completely. Mm-hmm. So that's why Microsoft is putting all their stuff on Xbox One. So by doing that, they're going to move all their uh, design teams, creative teams, and dev teams over to Xbox One finally. Yeah. And same thing at Sony for PS3 and PS4. But now it seems like they're not going to let those teams do anything. They're going to be like, oh, well, don't worry. You won't be working on the Xbox One. You'll be on the, the 1.5 and then the 2.0. Like, There's no point in it, really. I think it's stupid. Hopefully they make an Xbox that will fucking play DVDs <laughs> because I tried to play Dirty Grandpa on my Xbox and it would not fucking play. Are you serious? Yeah, there was some sort of error. And it does that every once in a while That's with just random I, movies. That's why so it sucks. Happen. I think the PS4 plays DVDs. P- yeah, it does yeah. play we, PS4. We do play oh. DVDs. <laughs> Sorry, Xbox users. It won't yeah. play bootleg, though. Fun fact, I don't have bootlegs. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, my, my I don't have bootlegs, I'm just saying. If, if I did have bootlegs, I it, just, it wouldn't. Yeah, it'll, it'll give you an error message. I don't have one, but I'm saying if I did have one, I know that it would give you the error, error message. <laughs> um, another thing that the um, the Oculus is coming out that also comes with a controller yes. that's going to be coming out soon in a bundle, which I think... VR really board, really yes. I, I don't... You know, that actually could be a thing because... It is a thing, Mike. No, no, no. What? No, no, no. Like, no, 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 no
because there's like a that's whole, actually a thing. there's a theater option. I'll show you when you when you're watching movies. It's a whole theater thing. So like when yeah, it's it's gonna be it already has its own category in Pornhub. VR porn, VR porn. It's yeah. a real thing. No, I know, but I'm, I'm saying like when it comes out, it's also have flashlights with like the butt padding. Then you put an iPad right here. It has an iPad holder. That's dope. Yeah, so it's real nice. Yeah. Oh god, my birthday's coming up, guys. Just saying. Stuff, I don't want one, but if you got it for me, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, wait, oh yeah, to the to the flashlight or all of it, man, <laughs> to, the, to the flashlight and everything, and the Oculus with the control. But I don't want the control if it's not a power glove. I'm I'm out. I am not sold if it's not a power glove. Or like, if the new Wii doesn't have a fucking power. He glove. really wants to be in Sword Art. So that happened to him. What? No, you. just because it's obnoxious. Like it's 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 so much weight on your head. Like it defeats the point, in my opinion. That's why you lay down. But no, yeah. I'm not trying to become a vegetable. It's real dumb. But yeah, that's cool. Off this, that's nice. Yeah, so that's, that's coming out soon. Uh, hopefully, with I think the next year or two, we're gonna be seeing it. So that's that's a lot of exciting stuff. Do you think it's gonna last, or do you think it's another gimmick or like a gimmick? A gimmick. I, I, I'm gonna say this much. The virtual boy. My story that rhymes with Shmame Shmop. Uh-huh. Uh We've only sold one. Nice. See, I think it's like the virtual boy. It's like it's just we want games to be more realistic, but we don't want it to get so. Out of hand and realistic to where we were like we kind of just want to enjoy like yeah. having a realistic but not <laughs> control our hands. Yeah, we don't want to be too immersed. Um, Unless it's like VR porn. Let's then go we do want to be Let's too. all in. <laughs> if, I'm, if I don't feel anything pressed up against me, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> um, so other, another news, uh, they have released how the gym system will work in Pokemon Go. So. Uh, for those of people who haven't played Ingress before, <laughs> you have to go to a gym. No, no, no. You, that, you that, just, suck. that would suck. I'd be so bad. That is horrible. Hey, oh, yeah, man. I'm at Planet Fitness. I'm trying to catch this him only real quick. Hold on. I actually help all the nerds getting fit, like into shape. Yeah, know? low key. Having to go to gym. Oh, um, my cars is what's gonna happen. Walking traffic. So, uh, so people who don't know uh, where the company is, uh, Niantic came before they started doing Pokemon Go. They came up with a game called Ingress, and in Ingress, there's uh, I guess portals around the place, and if you see a portal that is that hasn't been claimed, it'll be glowing white. So what you would do is you'd go to the portal, you would claim it, and you set up a little barrier. So the gym system would be kind of similar to that. You would go to a certain area, and then you would find a gym that hasn't been um, claimed, or a gym that is claimed, and you have to beat the gym and then claim it for yourself. So you would have to go to like maybe like um, art buildings, you'd have to go to monuments, you'd have to go to certain places uh, um, out throughout the city or throughout the world and you have to find the gym and then have your Pokemon fight it. Once you fight it, you can choose to leave a Pokemon at that gym to guard it. So you would have your own gym. <laughs> just be a goon. Just be a goon, pretty much. Like, he's just repping the block. That's rude. Was, what, like, what if you beat the game and then you're doing what you do in real life Pokemon where you're like, oh, I'm gonna go bully people in, like, Route 101. And beat up Rattata. That's essentially what this game's like. Gonna I'm gonna go leave a, me- a level 100 Metagross in front of somewhere. Like, yeah, kid, you're never beating this gym. Oh, that's, <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy on how how right you actually are on that because it's it it's gonna be good and bad because one, you have to leave a really strong Pokemon there, but two, you're down a really strong Pokemon because yeah. you have your Pokemon at the gym guarding it. Yeah, and and you can get attacked randomly too. Like yeah, anyone finds you, right? Someone wants to take your gym. They're gonna go and challenge your gym, and then that way you gotta go see if your Pokemon's okay or not. Do you um do you think we're gonna get garbage Pokemon because we uh, because of where we're at just th- because of our environment? Like I'm expecting like Cacturn, Cacturn and Maractus, which you is know, female Cacturn, and then that's that's uh, Geodude. That's it. That's us. We honestly, if that is, I wouldn't be upset about it because 
Um, there's a place here in Arizona called Jerome, and that place is supposed to be haunted as shit. Mike wants his. I am going to so get his. I am getting all of I like exactly. how you're looking for ghost Pokemon, but you didn't go. You, you're not saying Tombstone. You go Tombstone. Jerome's the. I hear more Jerome. Yeah. yeah, Jerome's like the haunted place. I'm just saying because Tombstone's name is. No, well, that's where you guys. get Spirit okay. Tomb. All right. Well, I mean, you could get Spirit Tomb at Tombstone. No, fuck you. All, all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's where I'm going to be at. Um, but, I mean, if you go in northern Arizona, you can find, you know, the snow so you can get your snow types, and then there's more lakes up oh, there so you can get your water Obama types. Snow. There you go. <laughs> there you Obama go. snow. Yeah, that's what I always name my Obama snow is Obama snow. Nice. And it is official. There will be microtransactions in the game. You have to buy Pokemon coins to get your stuff. So that's a thing. So that's what they've been releasing so far. They are just saying that the game's going to be released sometime this year now. It was supposed to be released in February, but everyone was wrong on that. So now we don't know when it's coming out. I mean, we're supposed to get Legend of Zelda two months ago that shit's that not shit's coming out until the end of next year yeah, it's not so coming. I you know what when when I'm in the middle of playing Pokemon Go I'll be like oh shit it came out you know yeah but not till then yeah um, so that's all the news that I have Chris do you have anything to bring to the table um, the only thing worth any merit that I know of off the top of my head is uh, potential leaks of the Titanfall Collector's Edition yes yes um, I forgot so about that that is pretty rad it's looking like it's going to be a massive box set uh, the only thing that we have so far is confirmation on a few key elements to the game uh, one being the grappling hook system so what they're saying is you're going to be able to have a grappling hook that will pull you to your titan it will rip people out of the sky while they're doing hardcore parkour um, and you can also just kind of hit people with it you know like uh, what's uh, what's the movie I'm thinking of off the top of my head um, Hardcore Henry? No, uh, Kung, Kung Fury? Swing at the chain Swing at the chain Swing at the chain You just rip the shit out of people um or like just cause, I guess technically is is another is another good one for that. That'd be dope if they had like a pre order. You get like a statue or like a big ass titan. That'd yeah. be sick. Or well, that's what, that's what they did the first time, and then I was broke back then, so I was oh. like, you know, I'll just be unhappy forever. Get a big ass, yeah. bigger titan. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll, I'll point this out. Uh, if I find out anything about it, I will let you guys know because someone I know is the the sister of someone working at Respawn Studios right now as an artist. So if I hear anything. You guys do something, but we'll if, leak it. If you guys get in trouble, yeah, we'll, we'll get I don't our, fucking know you source. guys. This is uh, Chris from Schmanschmop. Can <laughs> <laughs> give us our uh, intel? Well, we can't even use his real name. We guys be a different name. Oh, no, I'm going to call How do you know Chris from real name in the first? Schmiss. Schmiss from Schmanschmop. Is that wrong? Are you okay? Did you eat something you're allergic to? What? What's wrong? Anyway, that, that's all I have, pretty much. So. Yep. All right, so that will conclude the loading screen today. And also, listeners, just so you know, um, this will be the final episode for the loading screen on the Boys With Their Toys channel. We are going to be moving it to the Raw Live and Unedited channel uh, on June 6th. So on June 6th, that's where it's going to be. Nate, you're shaking your head no. Oh, right. it's, not, it's not Raw Live and right. Unedited channel. It's the Raw Live and Unedited Podcasting Network. There which you go. is a podcasting network which hosts tons of podcasts, like a talk of uh, Ice and Fire, which is about Game of Thrones. It's Amazing. Talking uh, Deadcast, which is about Walking Dead, and that's a brilliant fucking. So yeah, we're definitely gonna bring uh, the loading screen is gonna be its own show hosted by that network. So just look for us, the loading screen. You'll see us like on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Mike's gonna host it. It's gonna be a podcast, pretty much just like the loading screen, except you're gonna get a whole like forty five minutes to an hour of just game talk from us and guests. 
Yeah. We'll have news, and then if there's not a lot of news that week, we'll do other things like we'll try to do game reviews. We'll do like top, lists. Yeah, top lists. All any any kind of stuff game related, pretty much. Best boobs in game. So yeah, in about uh, not this episode, not next episode, but the episode after that. So on episode twelve, the loading screen will no longer be on Boys with Their Toys podcast. It's gonna be the loading screen itself as a, its own podcast. So just keep a heads up for that. Is that cool. it for you? That's it. Cool. Yeah. Let's uh, move away from the game talk and let's get into some comics talk. And sorry, guys, for the length of this podcast. We have our guest, Chris, and it's going to be a longer episode. So hopefully you guys enjoy the longer episodes. If not, then I'm sorry that we talked so much. They love us. But yeah, all right. So yeah, get into comics. This week was kind of big in comics because we had the relaunch of uh, DC, pretty much. It's uh, Rebirth, and that came out number one today, which today is Wednesday. So if you're listening to this now, it came out last week. And uh, yeah, Rebirth, uh, issue number one, along with Death of Superman and the Justice League, issue number 50, and just pretty much DC New 52 coming to an end and moving into Rebirth. So uh, you guys want to talk about that? Did we all read it? I, I saw the leaks of it, and it looks hype. I love the end. I picked it up today. I read it. Chris read it too. Read it. Cried. Loved it. And Mike works at a comic shop, so he's read it and I heard about it all day. Yeah, I heard about it all fucking day. So let's get some thoughts on it. So Mike, you were pretty pissed off today. What are your, your <gasps> I'm just done with it. I'm I'm, I'm honestly just <laughs> it's done. Started, but I'm done with it. <laughs> no, okay, so okay, so Flashpoint happened. Cool. That caused New Fifty Two. Cool. Middle of New Fifty Two convergence. Cool. That was a reset. Wasn't was there a, Forever Evil before Convergence that yep. still did the same thing? But it wasn't like. Kind of but it wasn't a reset. It was just a Forever Evil kind of thing. Yeah, they were coming in. Yeah. So Convergence happened. Cool. What's Convergence? It it pretty much finished up storylines before Flashpoint that caused the new Fifty Two. All right. Cool. New lines. New roles. New story. Awesome. Keep moving. New Fifty Two happened, and then I'm reading Rebirth, and it just I'm just done with it. I'm tired of all these reboots. And re- the way I'm not gonna lie, when I saw the ending, I was kind of happy. I saw want I want to see Watchmen, and then seeing okay. Did you guys take a look? You looked at you saw the cover, right? Yeah. Did you see the hand coming out of the blue thing? Yeah. It's supposed to be Doctor Man hand. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people weren't didn't even realize that at the shop today. They're like, oh, what's that hand? Like Doctor Man. Like, hand. are you kidding? Well, yeah. If you don't read the comic, cause, okay, spoilers. Mike already spoiled it for us. He didn't give us a disclaimer that his fault be his ass. But yeah, spoilers. At the end of Rebirth Number One, we see Batman dig out. The famous pen, the bloody pen from uh, the comedian, and at the very end of the epilogue, we see someone talking, and it's believed to be Dr. Manhattan. So Dr. Manhattan is the cause of the entire rebirth, oh no, the entire New 52 happening, or supposedly, that's what the thoughts are now. So yeah, Dr. Manhattan, all-powerful being, he created the New 52, because he wanted, he has some ulterior motives, we don't know yet, but yeah. So like, you were talking about how you're just pretty much done with it? I'm pretty much, yeah, I'm pretty much just done with it, and then finding out that the New 52 isn't Earth 1, it's actually Earth 2. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. But what what the fuck then? What about Earth 2? This, this, that's not Earth 2. That's what I'm saying. Okay, They're, that's... that's this this whole thing is like all weird. And then uh, Superman from Earth 1 is coming back because he found out that the Superman is from Superman from Earth 2. And that's what I'm saying. That, this is why I'm so done with it because... Everything's just getting mis- like just mashed up together where it doesn't even seem like they know where they're going. But it's somehow going to work out. So I'm just... Again, I know I'm going to read everything. I'm going to be very selective of what I'm going to read. And I know that... I'm gonna end up liking it. I say, yeah, I say give it a chance. I don't, I'm not a big comic reader, but from what I've been hearing, there the editors are pretty much taking everything that people liked before pre New Fifty Two and everything that worked in New Fifty Two, and they're gonna try to just like bring that all together. I really like that they're bringing classic Wally West back. And Nate, you posted on your Snapchat story that picture of Wally and um, what's his name Barry Barry hugging and pretty emotional. That was pretty cool. 
Yeah, it's cool to see Wally coming back. Yeah, and the only reason that this is even happening is because, of course, DC fanboys from the olden times are like, oh, you miss our old continuity. We want the old stories back. We hate this New 52. <laughs> so that's the only reason that this is even happening. New 52 was cool. It did its job for people who were not into comics and did, were too discouraged, like I was before I started reading, that Batman's on issue 700 and Superman's on issue, like, 1,000. I don't know where to start. New 52 did its job by giving everyone a new... Number ones in the starting platform. This is where you can get into the comics and read it. That was cool. But it got kind of far ahead. They got too misconstrued and everyone got pissed off. That the storylines were mixed up. And now Rebirth, I think, is cool because it's restarting over with a mixture of New 52 and the old continuity to kind of like lay out the groundwork for like, okay, this is the middle ground. You guys need to meet here. Old continuity people, new continuity people. This is it. Enjoy the storyline. Here it is. Number one, Rebirth. Everyone is getting a new a number one and fucking figure it out for yourself now. But see, that's what Convergence was supposed to be, that middle ground. And the fact that they're doing it again. Yeah, but it's, so read that. it's hard to do a <laughs> middle no, You'll be surprised how many it. people read it and how many times people asked me to explain it to them. It was annoying. The same thing with I all was Secret Wars. It was, oh my god, it was a headache. But, yeah, go ahead, Nate. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It was just... Oh yeah, so pretty much that's just what it is. It's just, it's appealing to the old fans and, you know, bringing the new fans into the old stuff. It was cool. If you read Rebirth, you see, you read the comic. I smiled a lot from it because I'm like, oh, see, like, all these old characters that are like... Sorry, I threw up in the mic cable. Oh, yeah, you see all these old characters and all these old storylines. It's like, oh, man, that's cool. Like, one of my favorite parts was uh, fucking Green Arrow and uh, Black Canary. They're, like, talking about how, like, they knew each other in the new continuity. They knew they were connected, but they didn't know why. And, like, that's cool because in the old continuity... They were like they together. Had together yeah. yeah, they're married pretty much, and yeah, it's cool to see them mixing these stories up. And it was cool that Wally was narrating this entire time, talking about like this is all the doing of Doctor Manhattan. He's the reason that we lost ten years of our lives, and like why love was lost because of this pretty much, and like how no one really realizes it. But I'm the only one, and I need to help help everyone realize this. So it's definitely going to be cool to see where they go from here, and like how they bring in the old character continuity with like the new character continuity, and like. Uh, our friend Ryan, he's a real big fan of Ted Cord Blue Beetle, so it was cool to see Ted Cord back into it. Yeah, for sure. Mixed in with Jaime Reyes, the new Fifty Two, like Blue Beetle. Yeah. So that's what I liked about it, and it's cool to see, like, like, yeah, like I said, the old people who really love the old continuity. It's cool to see that storylines coming back and like appealing to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I, this is like the most fun I've had reading a DC comic in a really long time. So it was pretty cool to just see all that shit happening. It was a big comic too. Yeah. So that's Rebirth number one, and then uh, spinning out of the pages of Death of Superman. Did you read this one? I saw a, like a review on it, and it was really cool, like the way it was uh, illustrated and everything. Did you see it? No, I didn't even. I didn't even bother reading it because I didn't know if Superman was actually gonna die or. <laughs> I was done. I was just done. Like <laughs> pretty much, had a rough day. Yeah, so pretty much the new Fifty Two Superman has been dying for a while, I guess, and this was his final days. And there's a there's a a bad guy. I forgot his name, but he's pretty much just super Superman. He has all Superman's memories, and he's like the Superman, evil Superman, and he wants to take out this the Superman New Fifty Two. And as the last-ditch effort for the new 52 Superman, he, like, drags him into space and does his solar flare attack, and it pretty much, it, like, drains him, and he comes back down to Earth, and, like, you see Lois, you see Supergirl, you see Batman, and they're all talking to Clark, like, as he's dying, he's like, you know what, I lived a good life, like, I'm really blessed that I was able to meet everyone, and, like, Wonder Woman, him and her, like, embrace for the last time, and then he, like, he just dies, so new 52 Superman, as far as we know, is dead. But oh, then, dope. old continuity uh, Superman comes, and he was helping them today. He was wearing like a dope, like black uh, Superman shirt with a silver S. Oh, from the Lois and Clark series, yeah. Yeah, so like Clark comes. So Clark, they don't call him Superman, but he's Clark. He comes in and he like he drives, he flies away from that. But he was there, and then in the rebirth, he sees him talking to Lois, and he's like, "So he's dead?" And he's like, "I mean, I was dead too when I died in my my continuity, but 
don't think he's dead. So, like, they're pretty much speculating that he might come back. But the comic itself was cool to see him, like, finally die and, like, everybody embrace him at the end to see that new 52 Superman. Like, as soon... Because no one really liked the new 52 Superman, but this last run that, um... Uh, what was it? Tomasi. Tomasi wrote, like, he really got the character and it was cool to see, like, oh, just as soon as we start liking the new 52 Superman, he's dead. Yeah. Um, that makes more sense now because when I was reading Rebirth, I didn't know about that and I wasn't caught up with Superman, so when they were like, you know, Clark, they wanted to get in contact with you because there's two two dead Kryptonians and one Superman. Who's the other one? And then I saw them talking to Clark. I was like, I'm so confused. I don't get it. Um, but, I mean, the new 52 Superman is pretty garbage, but he had, he had his moments. My favorite was probably... Um, Superman on his, uh, the best one. Superman and Chain is pretty good, and I also liked... Uh, American S- Aliens is pretty cool, too. Superman yeah. and Wonder Woman was my big one. Where I, like, I just liked the idea of those two being together, all the problems that it created. Uh, and it was nice to see a very vulnerable Superman. It reminded me a lot of uh, All-Star Superman, which is my favorite Superman. Oh, yeah, when he started ever. losing his powers. Yeah, when he, started, when he was dying, too. So it's nice to see a vulnerable Superman deal with humanity and just like have to accept the inevitable. Um, as far as Rebirth, um, I guess that makes sense now, so I feel... I feel whole. Cause I, <laughs> I had questions that answered them. So yeah, like the so, big yeah. Superman and like the super kid you see is pretty much that old continuity Superman and like his son with Lois. That's them now. The new Superman. Yeah. To get the mantle. So they, that that was cool. I thought that was interesting to see Superman like die again, but like it was a cool way to see him die this way I instead need, of just like getting his ass beat by Doomsday. Yeah, I need to understand uh, the Chinese created Superman. I want to see that one. I'm really interested in what they're going to do with that. Um, read but, Final Days of Superman. Is, is that in there? That's, too? It's right there. Okay, yeah. cool. That, that makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's DC, so it's really exciting to see them, you know, relaunching. So, uh, pick it up at your shop. It's only, oh, which is another cool thing. At the very end of DC Rebirth, you see, like, the previews for the next comics. And everybody's favorite model, I, looks like it, favorite motto is coming back. They're drawing the line at two ninety nine. So all the comics seem to be back to two ninety nine. About time. No Jesus more outrageous. Christ. No five ninety nine. Yeah. No ten ninety nine. Oh, what if they do a big ass fat issue? Well, that's, that, but DC's model was always that, that might be different as a bigger issue. No, DC yeah. Rebirth was a thick, a thick issue. It, it's, it it's, about, it's about yeah. 40, 50 pages, and there's no ads. Yeah, it's straight comic. Yes. Wow. So yeah, they're trying to get them readers. Yeah. So yeah. definitely that was, but like I said, old continuity people like the two ninety nine rule. It's coming back. It seems. Which is cool, because that's going to help people pick up more comics, because they'll have more money to spend on more comics. Yeah. So DC seems to be doing it right with this Rebirth thing, and I'm hearing a lot of people reviewing it, all the comic people on like YouTube and stuff talking about how, like, this is it. This is really... DC's coming back, and they're, it's like... It's finally happening. Finally back to good comics, not just shitty, like, you know, dark all the time, and, like, not make any sense. So that'd be interesting. So, shifting gears from uh, DC, we're going to go into some Marvel news. The big Marvel story this week, or today... Is that uh, Captain America is <laughs> gay? No, not gay. <laughs> Close. He actually is a Hydra agent, and the way that they worked it out, um, I was reading an interview about this today with uh, one of the writers. Uh, he explained that since uh, 2014, they've been working on this story. Actually, when he jumped ship or when he jumped on board with the project, and um, they've they've written the past two Captain Americas, uh, one coming out today to finish it up to uh, basically explain that Captain America has literally always been a Hydra agent, uh, going as far back as his mother being given a propaganda pamphlet saying, you know, hey, you're poor, but you could join Hydra. <laughs> Fight for America. Like, something like that. And to him, as a child, Hydra was always a symbol of good. So then he joined them, and, like, it kind of connects why, like, that former Hydra scientist who created him even did it in the first place is because they were making the ultimate 
agent, and like at the end of it, he's he's kidnapping a government official, and he looks at him and he's like, "Hail Hydra!" So it's yeah, like, yeah, I saw that. So, I feel triple agent. You think so? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. what that's what I'm getting off of it. I'm happy to see him evil because I despise Captain America, Steve <gasps> Rogers, and. <gasps> It's gonna be good when he gets his ass kicked. I'm gonna feel, <laughs> I feel real good about it. So I'm in it to win it. If he gets knocked out, let, let's do it. Like are I, people I pissed it. off right now? The fact. Oh, that oh my god! It's it's an uproar. It's, it's an uproar. It's very bad right now. People are mad pissed. <laughs> like how do you think they'll resolve it? Do you think they'll just like bring it back? Yeah, I saw it already. Oh. They'll bring it back. Be like, yeah, we're kidding, guys. It was a dream. <laughs> it was, a it was all a no. dream. <laughs> It was it was Phil Colson. It was Phil Colson dressing up, <laughs> living out his fantasies, um, wearing a buff suit. <laughs> they're gonna do something like that, or I feel like maybe uh, because they do this, and uh, uh, the Winter Soldier is so big in the continuity again with him being in the films and everything, they might go back to Bucky as Captain America, which was one of the better Captain Americas. Uh, they might do something like that. He's like, oh well, since Cap's evil, I'll do it. Um, but he's evil too, kind of. Yeah, he's an asshole. Well, that's why has Sam Wilson still being yeah, Captain America. Your boy Sam Wilson. Vote for him. There you go. And yeah. and, uh, and Thor being a couple, power couples. Yeah, I think it's real cool, though, to see, like, another perfect specimen hero flawed now. Just and, fall from grace. Yeah, and, and he's just a Hydra agent this whole time. He's and an asshole. I don't think he's a... Well, most likely they'll end up being like, oh, no, he's, he's a good as usual. He is Steve Rogers. But, yeah, confirmed that it's not a clone or anything that they know of. It's just the real it's, it's really Steve him. Rogers. He's just fucking hell Hydra. It's cool, though, because they go back and they explain how, like, you see a lot of his, like, sidekicks die over the years, and they show one of them uh, when they're on a mission. He, like, has a guy. He's like, man, Cap, we really did it. We, you know, we came through on this mission. He's like, no, well, I came through on this mission. <laughs> and then he, like, kicks him out of a fucking plane. And, him. <laughs> and then he just stares at him, just doing the, the freaking hell Hydra salute. I'm like, this is so fucked. Like, <laughs> this guy's an asshole. That'd be so sick. I hope that, like, he becomes evil and he becomes Captain Un-America. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he's going to be, like, Colonel Hydra or something stupid. He's going to get demoted. I think it'd be cool if, like, they, end, you know, they ended this issue where he's, like, Hail Hydra and the beginning of the next issue, psych. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. I'm just like, it's a joke. It's just a joke. It's, it's, it's what I would have said if I, <laughs> if I didn't love America so much. <laughs> Hail America. Oh, yeah, so keeping with Captain America, also, apparently there's a big uproar and, like, movement for Captain America to have a boyfriend. Yeah. Ash, give Cap a boyfriend. you have a man or a boyfriend. Give, hashtag yes. give Cap a boyfriend is the, is the hashtag going around right now on Twitter. Where is it? Oh, so sorry. Is this started with Twitter? Or uh, did it start with Tumblr? Uh, I'm going to... Well, okay. DeviantArt. It, it, it's, been, it's been on DeviantArt since the beginning of existence. But uh, as, as of the past two days, it, it blew up Pick on up Twitter. It's really picked up steam. Mostly because a lot of people are like, why would you do that? And people are like, well, let me throw my shitty opinion in there too. And like, So yeah, it's it, I saw it blow up on Twitter and then go to YouTube comments actually. And then Tumblr, eventually. So, Who yeah. should be the boyfriend? Well, everyone's saying Bucky. Ah, I ship Falcon. I don't... They're too perfect. I, I feel like actually Falcon isn't gay, but he's so like jealous of their soldier. I mean, I mean, like, I'm gonna be <laughs> gay. I mean, he's with Thor, and she's pretty manly. So you know, there's that. Oh yeah, that is the thing. I, 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 I ship him and Tony. They're just terrible together, and that's mm. why they would be together. She's gonna sit you know? together. That'd be great. And Tony, you know, he's got problems, man. He's a drunk, so he could you he, know, he could totally do it and be like, oh shit, you're a dude. My bad. Specimen. <laughs> 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 They even each other out though. Yeah, the opposites attract, and it's like odd couple relationship kind of. Now that he's uh, with Hydra, he'd be hit him in a uh, Baron Zemo. 
Oh god, they could be a couple. That would be great if they make both of these. When he wants to give you the D, but really, what you want is mission report. December sixteenth, ninety nine. So and that's like the most amazing thing going around right now. They should make him gay and evil. Go all out. Why not? Might as well. Forget it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> do it in the movies too. Oh god. So yeah, hashtag get cap a boyfriend. Hashtag captain on America. Get it trending. Right, guys? You heard it here first. That's what the hype <laughs> let's, get it, let's get it started. No, it's all you got a Captain on America. Oh, okay. All right. We're that, doing this. It's going to be lowercase u, lowercase n, capital A, America. Got it. Cool. All right, yeah. So that's it for the comics. Uh, we actually talked a lot about comics, which is kind of cool, because we don't ever really talk a lot about comics. Are we going to talk comics. about the Joker thing? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, fuck it. Might as well. All right, so uh, big news, I guess, also. In Rebirth, we found out, or leading up to Rebirth, we found out that the identity of Joker... Or should I say the identity of Jokers? There's three of them bitches. So apparently the three of them would be uh, the Crown Prince of Crime, so like the very like beginning of Joker, and then there's like Killing Joke Joker, which is probably like, you know, terrifying. I'm gonna kill you. Fucking terrifying. And then the new fifty two Joker, which we all got Equally to. terrifying. Yeah. So that would be it. So what do you like what do you think that this could mean or be? I knew it. I knew they I, weren't gonna do it. I knew they weren't reveal his name. Everyone. They don't want to reveal his well, name. Well, no, but, but, that, but that makes sense for the the Batman thing that you're talking about because he's like, no, it can't be. Exactly. Well, yeah, there's well, three. Well, it can't be three Jokers. Like, damn. Exactly. Yeah. But for like three months, I kept hearing like, oh, they're gonna reveal his name. They're finally gonna do it. I kept like telling him, I was like, they're no, not gonna do it. Won't. You give away the name, you're getting rid of the Joker. Yeah, the Joker's yeah. done. Once the Joker's done. Out. Once yeah. You, yeah, once you give him that name, there's no Joker because then it's like, all right, cool. Now what? Now, now what? But so the fact that, that that they're doing three Jokers, I want to see where this is going. Now I'm interested. As much as I'm oh, like, so you're, you're excited for this? I'm, I'm kind of excited for. Oh, I thought you didn't like it. Okay. At first, I didn't like it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't like it. So I'm like, okay, this is a fucking cop out. This is stupid. But then I'm like, okay, but now where are they gonna go with it? Yeah. So like, I have like a bunch of thoughts going through my head. Like, are they gonna sh- reveal all three Jokers? Are they gonna put them all in the same room? Are they gonna show like, did he put his conscience in other people's body? Did he do this? What did he do? How did this become a thing? So. What's going on? Did he capture people, put them in the same chemical thing that maybe, he fell into, maybe. and then, you know, make his own like Joker? Like Yeah, pretty much. Trying to, try to, like, not clone himself, but, like, make a different version of him, which would be kind of cool, too. So, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like back and forth about it. Yeah, I like the the Endgame one that they were kind of leading towards, that he's just kind of immortal, and he's lived for, like, ever. Yeah. That was cool to me. But, I mean, Three Jokers also would be kind of cool, so it'd be... I don't know, like, yeah, like if it's three different people, or if it's just an entity that transfers through three people, or it's like three guys are jokers and we want to be crazy. Three. It could be. It, it could be. Um, I'm gonna call it right now. Uh, Joker War. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Joker, Joker War is gonna happen, just like War of the Robins. And I'm also gonna call uh, issue number nineteen and twenty. <gasps> quote me on that. Joker holding dead Joker. I was just about to say that. <laughs> it's so amazing. It's like he holds Jason Todd. Just as he holds like all the other Robins dead. It's just Joker holding Joker. That'd be an amazing That'd period. be pretty funny. Oh, and then they'll have like the third Joker playing like in the puddle, you know, as a reflection. But it'll yeah. just be a third Joker being the reflection of the like, <laughs> body. That'd be amazing. Calling it now, that's gonna happen. I'm feeling it. That'd be super Joker. Quote me. Um, one more thing I want to add since we're like still kind of on rebirth because you came back to it. Uh, Jeff Johns, I know you're listening to this. I know you're a big fan. Thank you for bringing back the Shazam kids. That's oh. All. oh my god! <laughs> so it's no longer one kid. Well, well, because like, have so you read Justice League number fifty? No. Oh, read, read it. You'll like it. Okay. Since you're talking about the Shazam kids, so uh, they did, Jeff Johns did it in his story, and Billy's always kind of done it throughout his existence. But he can like kind of transfer his power to someone. Like, hey, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> um, 
So he gets in a fight with Black Adam in the New 52, and he's like, I can't beat your ass by myself. There's too much going on at once. I'm going to dispense my power. And he gives it to his um, to his adopted siblings. So each one of them gets one of the uh, main traits from the name Shazam. So Speed of Mercury. Yeah, Speed of Mercury, power of... Uh, what is it? Strength, or stamina of Atlas, Strength of Hercules, Carter. Wisdom of Solomon, stuff Solomon like that. Zeus, yeah. Cool. So one of them's just gonna be like only have wisdom, like one's just really smart but no powers. What they what they did with that is like like Mary got wisdom, and she's like a super heavy caster. So like she's in the body for like three seconds, and she throws out like a meteor storm and like shoots Black Adam with lightning and almost kills him. Oh. And then like he, there's a Hispanic kid that's with him, like he's like a short little chubby kid, but then he gets it and he gets the strength oh, of Hercules. So he's all just this massive dude. And he like grabs Black Adam by the face and chucks him. And, like, I really wanted him to say he had speed. <laughs> That'd be dope. Uh, yeah, but also in Justice League, they kill Darkseid, but Darkseid's back as a baby, so it's... Babyside. Little baby. <laughs> little baby. <laughs> little baby. <laughs> little baby. <laughs> no, it's funny, because, yeah, his, little baby side. his daughter's holding him. He's like, don't worry, Dad, we'll get him this no. time. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's amazing. No, I... See, I was confused by that at first before I realized it, because I was like, oh, God, like... Does that mean she gave birth to her dad? Yeah, that's so no, gross. He, he like reincarnated himself. I forgot how, but he did it. And then, but she's like, yeah, you know, there's always a second chance. But the I death, there's funny. always tomorrow. Yeah. It's so funny. His head's so huge. It's just glowing fucking Omega Beam eyes. I pictured Pinky in the brain. Like, oh, same yeah. thing we always do. But so I, I don't know if he'll be evil or if he'll be good. Kid Darkseid versus Kid Soups. That'd be cool. Gonna happen. Schoolyard fight. They're, they're fighting They're gonna over. go to hate, they'll be best friends And then they grow apart And hate each other You knew those were my fucking cramps But Superman <laughs> Superman becomes evil And then Darkseid becomes good That'd be kinda cool too That'd be interesting Yeah but that's what Everyone's kinda speculating right now It's like is Darkseid Gonna be good now Or is he gonna be evil still Kinda like what uh, Marvel did with um, What's his name Apocalypse Kid Apocalypse Yeah Yeah Oh, well, that's oh, because yeah, of the yeah. whole Axis thing that kind of fucked it up. Well, but yeah, but I'm saying, like, they have that concept. They totally. had that concept. Yeah. They could. They totally could if they wanted to. It's a whole other fucking storyline. But, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for comics, huh? Yeah, we're yeah. going to need a whole new show for comics. We have a whole fucking, like, long-ass thing <laughs> going on. But, yeah. I'm going to break so, this yeah. and do two episodes. <laughs> that's, uh, that's comics for everybody. And, yeah, like I said, it's kind of cool to hear us talk about that finally because we've been kind of getting out of comics, but now that Rebirth is happening, we're kind of getting back into it. So we'll have a lot more, like, deeper discussions about comics, especially now that since... Logan Screen's moving, we'll have more time to talk about it. That's cool. So, let's move away from that, and let's get into, finally, Let Them Fight. No more lists. Well, not for this week, at least. We're going to have our guest, Chris, is going to be going up against the fallen champ, Justin. <laughs> Coming off his first... I lost once. <laughs> you lost like seven times, bitch. <laughs> Coming off of his uh, fresh L from the fanhill that handed him. The fresh L three weeks ago. <laughs> that was his last fight. He lost. He hasn't been the same since. That's why he hasn't fought. You old rock. I know. Anyways, but yeah. So, Let Them Fight. So this week on Let Them Fight... Oh, actually, uh, we have an intro for that. Let Them Fight! We're going to stand around here all day, or are we going to fight? Okay, yeah, so Let Them Fight. The, this, so this week, it's going to be Chris versus Justin, and the topic of discussion this week is, since, like I said earlier, we'll come back to this, Joss Whedon wants to direct a female-led movie, female hero movie. The question this week is, which... Hero, female hero, should Joss Whedon direct? So, uh, guess you'll go first. Chris, who is your choice? Alright, I thought long and hard about this over about five minutes, and um, I had a few options for people that I would have liked to see, but I think the most realistic choice is that Marvel sticks to their guns and totally leaves Black Widow in the fucking ditch and goes Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel, all the way. Cool. And, Justin, what is your choice? All right, Chris, you've been a really great guest. You know, you've had <laughs> a lot of good points today. 
I don't know why you had to come at me with that disrespect right there. I'm so sorry. Put some respect on Black Widow's <laughs> name. I'll treat you. I'm going for Black Widow. And go ahead. You can start your argument. Go for it. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm like B-Rabbit. I'm better with rebuttals. All right. I'll, I can go first. So, um, pretty much Black Widow's already been in, um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's been there for a while. She's already established. So, you don't really need to go too much like into explaining who she is. But you can do a really cool story with her pretty much doing like the whole spy espionage thing because in the MCU, everyone, most people are going to agree that the Winter Soldier is up there and that's more of a spy thriller. And that she has a lot to do with that. So that's what people already like. So I think that people will go out to see that. Plus, you already have a star in Scarlett Johansson. You don't have to go and find a star. You already have a sure thing that's going to make money. And Joss Whedon's already worked with her, so he knows how to direct her. And I think it'll be a, just a good choice. So, what about you? What say you? When I when I think of Black Widow, I think of like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the reason I say that is because like a PB and J is always good. It's always good. I don't like yeah. peanut butter, but all right. Well, it's your first mistake. <laughs> but it's like you're at home and you're like, man, like I got this peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I can eat right now. It's gonna be good. I know it's good. I know how to make it myself. It's cheap. But you're like, or I can go get food and go somewhere else and try something different. And that's why I think that they should go with Carol Danvers because she's not established and they have room to do a new origin story which they haven't done before so nobody can bitch about it like you know oh you guys have done that a million times Uncle Ben like put him over there with the rest of the Uncle Bens that are dead (laughs) you're not going to have one of those and I totally agree that uh, Winter Soldier is one of the better Marvel movies and I also agree that it is totally a spy thriller and that's what I absolutely adore about that movie and I fucking hate Captain America um but that's exactly why I don't want to see Black Widow doing it, because it would just be a spy movie, and I feel like it would detract too much from all this hype that they're building towards uh, doing uh, the Infinity War. By doing Carol Danvers, you have more of a reason to go into space, because besides the Guardians, nobody else has really done it, but they're about to have this huge cosmic battle with no context, you know? Um, also, I think that ScarJo is terrible half the time, so... <gasps> Wow! <laughs> I'm sorry. That was rude. She's how rude? <laughs> she's just so bland. I completely disagree. I I think she's done fine in all the movies she is, and if you give her the spotlight, she's definitely gonna have like more screen time, so you can definitely see what she has to do. And she's gonna have uh, like all that fight uh, choreography that you saw in Civil War. It's gonna be that times ten because it's gonna be just her. And she's already banged half the dudes in the Avengers. <laughs> she can get any one of these dudes to come and star in her movie. And your girl, I kind of just feel like she's too strong. Well, and I feel like there's not really people that she could fight. She'll just kick their ass right away. And like, oh, I kicked your ass. Oh, and you're done. Well, two, three things. It was going to be two, but I thought of another one. I'll say that. <laughs> three things. One, Carol Danvers actually dated Spidey for a very long time. So, young Carol Danvers? She's a pedophile. Young Miss Marvel? Well, no, they were like the same age at that point in time. Um, two, yes, Black Widow has banged half of literally everyone on the planet, <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't mean that she's interesting. She's just like a cheap play, like you know. Oh yeah, you know we did it once. It's like whatever. But she's I'm saying like, she has the pull to get them in her. She movie. has the pull to get them in the movie, but then it becomes like an Avengers film or like a buddy cop film. Like you, wow, she, well, she, that, she that has to dope. play off of somebody. That is kind of dope. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel the fight. That was perfect. Oh, no, you, guys, you guys are fighting here. No, but like. Like, if, if she can't stand by herself in her own standalone movie without having someone to bounce off of, then she doesn't need one. Like, I'm not going to pay money to go see a fucking Hawkeye movie. True. Yeah, that's, but, like, that's actually a really good point. 
but I feel like you can really explore her character even more, and Mike brought this up a while ago, even go a little bit more into her origin, because we've had her the most in the MCU, and we actually haven't seen how she was brought up. They always allude to it like, oh, you used to be with the KGB and used to do some fucked up shit. I want to see the fucked up shit. I want to see exactly what she did to, I want to see like, like fucking kill kids or whatever. And it'll just be like an overall like good story to see how, um, where she was and how she is now, like how much she's traveled. I see what you mean. And I mean, she has that line in uh, Age of Bulletin where she's like, I'm a monster too, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, really, what the fuck have you done? Like, besides, like, like the Hulk has killed countries, and like you're just kind of like, <laughs> you know, oh man, I killed like three guys in Russia, like so. Yeah, no, it would be actually cool to explore her character, um, but I just don't feel I I just don't Jesus, um, I just feel like there's not enough there, even with as much room as there is to grow and explore with her character. And the other thing is. Uh, Scarlet Witch wasn't supposed to be in fucking Age of Ultron in the first place. All this, her flying and everything, that was screen tested first for Carol Danvers and Joss Whedon. So, like, the groundwork was laid out for him. So I'm kind of hoping he's like, no, I'm unfulfilled. I need to finish what I've started. And he goes for Carol Danvers. And we get us some flying space shooting. I feel like with stuff. Carol Danvers, you're going to get a lot of CG work with her because she's so strong. She's got to fight like some big ass dude. And it's going to kind of remind me of the BBS fight against Doomsday. Like, you just have like, all these powerful people just hitting each other. It's not really that interesting. It's just people punching you. Oh, I punched you. Oh, you punched that me. man in the background. Shit. Shit. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> yeah, you see Black Widow. She can just go and take dudes out. Like, she can take out like 30 dudes. And I'd rather see that than see like one, like someone, fu- someone really strong fight someone for like 10 minutes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to something I said earlier. I, I agree. Yeah, like it, there would be a lot of CGI work in it, but Thor has a lot of CGI work. And that no one movie, likes Thor. That movie is beautiful, though. No one likes so Thor. I mean, you even said I'm you gonna, don't like Thor. I hate Thor. But <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, they can do CG. They can pull it off. So I feel like just because I, they I could like, doesn't mean it's gonna be good. I mean, just because they can do Doctor Strange doesn't mean they should either. But hey, here we are. Doctor Strange looks great, by the way. It does, actually, so but we'll see. Okay, well, that's okay. Like, that's <laughs> are you guys friends or... Are you well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was really... That was an awkward fight, because, like, you guys fought, but then you guys would agree. You guys fought, became know. friends, realized you guys were fighting. I don't know. I fought again. I wish you guys would have touched more on Joss Whedon as a director, not just the character of the people you guys are defending for. I feel like, so, he's, I feel like he's... I opened that. Yeah, a little bit. And then Chris kind of touched on it, too, saying that they did the screen testing... That was my only gripe is that I wish you guys would have talked more about that. But that that was cool. Both your arguments were fine. Mike, what do you think about the arguments? I thought the arguments are good. I just think you guys agreed with each other too much. <laughs> that's that's what made it hard. That's what made it hard because Chris would say something and then he would agree with Justin and then Justin would say something but then agree with Chris and then... I'm just really excited forward. to be here. I'm sorry. I know, but you guys did give valid points and good arguments and going back and forth because with every argument, there was a counter-argument. So it, it wasn't a very awkward fight. So, who do you think wins? Who's your vote to win? You know, My we, vote... We should win. We, we win. We win. These guys won. They, they, they were I on their phone win. the whole time we were fighting. I know. They were even paying so, attention. The winner, uh, somehow, is me and Mike. Me and <laughs> no, Mike no, no, won no. this fight. <laughs> Alright, definitive answer. Who's your vote? Yeah, I'm not going to give a vote. I'm going to let you decide. That's, damn, I was really hoping you would decide. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such an awkward fight. Because, like, like you said, they just agreed, but then they would counter each other's points so well... Uh, I want to say that I don't want to give a vote, so I want I want the crowd to vote on this one. <laughs> the crowd is not going to vote on all, this one. All negative viewers. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, okay, I guess if I had a lean somewhere, I'd pick more 
Justin had more Just, of a backup. Yeah, I think we picked Justin just because Justin. They just they knew it was me. They just hate me so much. No, no. <laughs> no. The only reason I'm giving it to you is because you explained a little bit more of Black Widow and what she could do, like her powers. She doesn't have any, but like her fighting. And then you said that what you wanted from the movie, which is you'd want to see her backstory, which is an interesting point. Chris gave a little bit of it, but he should have explored the powers more. As you say that, I realized I had this huge argument about her and Kamala Khan later down the road. Totally fucked that, so yeah, I lost. Really. Yeah, so. <laughs> but it was your first fight. You did put up a valiant effort. I mean, kind of, you mean, you guys kind of like made out in the battlefield more than anything. <laughs> but yeah, so Justin's going to get that win coming back from his loss. Chris and his first L. I'm sure he'll be back to, you know, avenge. I mean, it's not my first style, but it's fine. <laughs> he'll avenge it. But, uh, yeah, Justin wins this week's uh, Let Them Fight. And that'll do it for our show. It was a very meat-packed show because we had a lot of stuff to talk about this week. And we our really guest, did. Chris, thank you, Chris, for coming on. Thank you for having mm-hmm. me. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoyed having you. And, uh, yeah. So, as always, if you want to follow us on Instagram and see our toy photography or any news updates about the show and our feature photographers, we are on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube at Boys With Their Toys. And if you'd like to follow me personally, I am Nate the Human on Instagram. That's at, at Nate the Human. To my right, Justin, as always. Just Chubbs on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, not Twitter, because fuck Twitter, I deleted it. Mike. Uh, you can see me on Instagram at KidPool6969, or if you just want to play a game on Xbox, hit me up at BXA Dragon. And Chris? Um, so <coughs> i got to fix the Instagram thing, because I don't have one of those. But if you are looking for me on Twitch when I do stream on there, or if you are looking for me on YouTube and or PSN if you're on PlayStation, look for me by HB Shazam. That would be me. Yeah, so that's it. But also, quickly, we want to give a shout-out to... Toy Migos and their podcast, They're Not Dolls, on uh, on iTunes. They talk about action figures, and it's just it's Chaney180 and his buddy Ernie. And they like every week they talk about all the new toys that are coming out, the toys they picked up. They also dabble in like movie news and stuff. Also, shout out to the Raw Live and Unedited podcasting network on Instagram. So at Raw Live and Unedited, and on Instagram at Toy Migos for both of them. Like we said, we have a show coming with them soon. Uh, the loading screen, which is Mike's segment, gaming. It's going to be hosted by them, and we want to thank them for giving us the opportunity and for noticing us. Thank you, Senpai, for noticing us. So, yeah, give them a listen, of, uh, as always, because they shout us out on their podcast all the time, and it's only right that we do the same for them. Just to give me shout-outs. Oh, just um, pretty much, I guess, every single feature photographer. We're now at 10 feature photographers, so I'm going to try to make a post for all you guys shouting all you guys out because you guys have had great work, and you guys are always showing us. Uh, love back to us. I'm um, also just podcasts that I listen to. Uh, Liga Geeks and um, these are all on iTunes. Liga Geeks and Epic Comicast. And hey, Mike. Um, I just want to give our listeners a shout out because if it isn't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing today. So, while well, I know I speak for all of us when I say how truly grateful we are, and we do hope that you will follow us with the loading screen being on another network and also getting uh, staying with us here on SoundCloud and iTunes as well. Chris, any shout-outs? Oh, what? Uh, um, shout-outs. I mean, I guess I'll shout-out you guys. Um, one, for even having me on the show in the first place. Like, you know, I'm I'm honored to be the first guest on that. Um, and you guys have definitely done great work with this. Uh, I've always felt that it's always easy, really easy to listen to and enjoy. So, you know, shout-outs to you guys on that. Thanks. You've done great. Sorry, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm Take just joking. Out my, you're good too. Good too. Good too. <laughs> All right, and as always, we hope you enjoyed the listen, and we hope to see y'all next week. And as always, bye. Bye. bye.